Welcome, everyone, to There Are Four Hosts. Once again, there are four hosts. I'm your first host, Sabrina, today. You can find me, as always, on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at VoidCatGaming. And I'm, Michael? Yep, I'm Michael, and you can find me at Blue Beetle Games. Jay? Hey, everyone, this is Just Average Jay on all the socials. Uh, you can call me Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Keith Justice Hayward, and I keep messing up what I am on t- on Twitter. Apparently, I am just Keith Hayward on Twitter, so <laughs> you can look for that. <laughs> it's not Excellent. Keith Hayward Prime, Excellent. but yeah, you can see me there in all my goofy postings. And about Stargate today Atlantis. we're talking about and Stargate Atlantis. Today we're <laughs> talking about episode five. Is it already episode five? Pretty yes. sure it is. Yep. How did we get here? Episode five uh, of Picard. It just um, things go so fast when you love them. You know, it's like I um... didn't. Sure, I didn't write the name of the episode down. I wrote the heist episode, so I hope that's helpful for you. <laughs> Does anybody remember the, uh, the name of the episode? Stardust City Rag. There you oh, go. Yep. yep. What nice. a like heist episode name too. Just like it wants to be a film noir, right? Yeah. <laughs> that should be the title of a film noir sci-fi. Perfect. Mm. Oh, right. It is. Okay, got it. <laughs> Um, where, where was I? All right, the first episode starts on Ferguson, 13 years ago, um, with Isheb. Poor, poor sweet Isheb. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, Ouch. Yeah, I just, who wants to start on this one? Keith? Keith, it, you start on this one. It, How do you feel? Oh my God. <laughs> they gave Isheb the business. Oh, what, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> like, I'm watching, I'm like, okay, all right then. If this is what you guys are going to do, I'm, I'm just dropping all my star trek expectations and you guys do whatever you want and uh it was kind of hideous and i feel like in a good way right um sort of i feel like the show is is going all in on like it knows that like fans are really upset with like the grimy tone of star trek and they're just kind of saying fuck it let's just have some fun and that's what i'm seeing on the screen um michael yeah, um, I mean, I, I know you guys think it's like not, it feels like too that it's not Star Trek anymore, but I still think that um, at its core it is. I mean, and, and I think also that there's going to be, you know, little pockets of the universe that are not, you know, this utopia, so it's going to be fucked up like that. But um, I don't know, it's just my two cents. What? I didn't even say anything yet. <laughs> no, I know, but I know you guys are going to go there. Sorry. I jumped ahead. You know them so well. Yeah, I do. That's fine. Yep, that's fine. Jay, I, you know, um, well, first off, I really enjoyed Ejeb on Voyager, so I was, like, mm-hmm. distraught when I saw that scene. <laughs> I mean, um, good. I think that was the point of the scene, right? Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it was, it just, it's weird. For me, it was a little bit of a weird scene seeing um, Seven of Nine be so emotional toward him, because in mm. Voyager, she was so kind of cold. Mm-hmm. Because that's because yeah. she was ex Borg, you know, um, and she gets a little bit of her, her humanity in Voyager, but not to what we see here in Picard. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was very, you know, to like what she say. I think something like my child or my boy or something. Yeah, my, my child. I wrote it yeah. down. My child. And, and it's just like, it, I mean, it was one of those things where I was torn because part of me was like, wait a minute, that doesn't feel right because that's not what we're used to hearing type stuff from Seven, you know. Yeah. But then at the same time. Your heart, it pulls your heartstrings, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, this is the closest thing she had to a kid. Yeah, the, so, my, the my child line feel, felt kind of forced to me, but yeah, same. A little I actually bit. wrote, 
I actually wrote lol next to it. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. um, let I, me yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. for a sec. Um, the thing that you were saying, Jay, about that exactly it feeling forced. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's not even necessarily for me that I was like, Seven of Nine used to be a lot less emotional. I mean, it's been like, what, 20 years? Yeah. yeah. Fine. Um, I'm okay with her having like regained more of her feeling and emotion and stuff. Uh, especially since she at least in one relationship reverted to her human name um Mm -hmm. but i i feel like the isha being my child thing reminds me of the uh data was my best friend thing like Mm -hmm. yeah they had a relationship but i don't know if it was that strong i mean i suppose it makes sense that after she got off voyager um she would have like stayed in contact with the the board kids that were on board Mm -hmm. um but I feel like that relationship, she was closer to Naomi Wildman, but they yeah. couldn't use Naomi Wildman for that scene because Naomi Wildman wasn't a Borg. It had to be a Borg. So they were like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, she was close to Isha because he's the most memorable Borg child on there. Yeah. yeah. But, I, um, mean, I, I, I could see her saying, like, my friend, but my child was just a bit much. Yeah, my child yeah. was a bit much. But it still pulled at my heartstrings, you know? Yeah, but see, that's Good. the thing. Anytime you're seeing anybody mourn their child, it's going to pull your heartstrings. It doesn't have to be well written for that. Yeah. I, um, I'm yeah, not saying that the scene is poorly written. Just like in general, that's that's a trigger that's gonna hit you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad it worked for you. It's just kind of like <laughs> for me, it seemed kind of yeah. I guess the word is forced. Where it's kind of mm-hmm. like okay, now guys, okay, just mm-hmm. you guys, just go straight for our hearts without like doing some kind of organic build up. All right, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. I'm okay with. I kind of. I'm okay with. The, the brutal torture of ex-Bork people by the villain because, I mean, we, we've we had we've had villains that were pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, sure. Um, I don't expect the villains to be following the Trek ideal. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why I was like, come on, Michael, I haven't even said anything yet. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> it, it really just concerns me when it's within the Federation I gotcha. uh, itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I get that they're going for uh, what happened to my country thing. Um... I have accepted that and moved on, so I'm going to try not to bring that up. <laughs> but I, I've got things to say about specific characters in yeah. replacement of that. So, I mean, we're not in the clear yet. <laughs> but as long as you're having a good time, Michael. I, I'm having like, a blast. We expect nothing less from you, Sabrina, okay? <laughs> it's good. true. I never said I was. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, yeah. As long as someone's enjoying it, yeah. it, it, it should exist. Mm-hmm. All right. Blah blah blah. We're on the pian- <laughs> we're on the free cloud now at the piano bar. Yeah. Okay. Free cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, this is before we see Picard and stuff, so it's the lady whose name I forget, but I know the letter J is in it somewhere. Mm-hmm. The Jazel. The Jazel. The Jazel. The Jazel. Another like J. Yeah, yeah, the holograms or something. Um, <laughs> totally, I, I saw totally somebody outrageous. say that they heard the word and they were like. Vajazzle? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was a little too close to that for comfort. I um, continually heard that, and I had to, like, Google, go, like, is it just me? Am I dirty? Is But no, it, it does sound on the nose. It's, like, it's it's with letter B, Vajazzle. It's just like, okay. okay. All right. It, it was weirder because they put her in, a, like, a skin-colored bedazzled suit and i'm just like oh awkward awkward combination there um i did really like her shoulder pieces i think those were clearly like laser printed those are my Um, favorite part too yeah i I actually Uh, i I don't have any complaints about her costume because it's already blackjack and hooker star trek anyway yep uh anybody else okay so the but okay now let's just talk about her first how do you feel about her keith 
Um, Free Cloud is Raisa with Blackjack and Hookers. Yeah. Like, that's, that was straight up what just happened there. Like, they could have gone to Raisa, but they went to this place, and they have a woman who wears a, a, a sparkle suit, mm. and she's a freaking murderous killer? I, I, don't, I don't know. She's a, she's definitely an odd one. Mm. I'm not sure even what to think yet. It's just, yeah. I'm not sure I would say that it's it's Risa with Blackjack and Hookers. It's it's more like, I mean, I did write Space Las Vegas, so fair enough. Yeah. Um, but but um, Risa is like the, ooh, let's have a good time on the beach mm-hmm. kind of Las Vegas, and uh, Free Cloud is the, hey, there's a bunch of hackers here, and we're gonna like just ruin someone's life. Risa is Hawaii. This is Vegas. Here's yeah. how. Right. Here's what I think right, of right. Free Cloud. I, I think of Free Cloud. If there was a big pile of cocaine, it would be mm-hmm. Scarface. She would be Scarface. <laughs> That's right. what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, this is this is like Tony Montana in in his in his club. <laughs> yeah, it's the film noir episode. Yeah. You know, in a in a DS9, we had a film noir episode where they just like shenanigans in uh like. I think, it wasn't even that. It was time travel, right? I don't remember. I don't. I don't. I, I can't think right now. Mean. Yeah. Well, there was an episode where Kira was like a femme fatale. I remember that for sure. Oh. Was it on the Hollow oh. Suites or something? Yeah, it was either Jump Back in Time or a Hollow Suite. I'm not sure. So, like, film noir in Star Trek is not new. I remember but, she was uh, wearing a red dress. I remember. I just can't remember this, that uh-huh, episode. Yeah, but yeah, see? I remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, this was a little <laughs> different because they weren't playing around. It was like a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, this one seemed goofy. Uh, this episode where they get their silly costumes and yeah. and like are bad actors <laughs> while trying to trick you know drug dealers or something. It's kind of like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. I don't know. I kind of yeah. thought it was funny. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> like, are we are we able to talk? Am I going too far ahead? Can we talk about no, all go this ahead. stuff? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, everything else happens on Free Cloud too, so we'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it um, Picard is kind of a doofus. Um, they, they put him in a silly eye patch and give him a goofy. Is it's kind of like, ah, stop it! He's infiltrated galactic empires and outsmarted gods. Um, can we not make him be okay? Fine, we're gonna be silly. Let's just go with it. But here's so. here's here's the whole the thought I had that whole scene was like, dude, look how much fun Patrick Stewart's having. True. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get okay. me wrong. Like, that doesn't really have to do with the story. But I'm just looking, and I'm like, like that smile on his face is genuine. Like he is having a blast doing that scene. You know, and what's it. more important than that, right? Uh, well, it's Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Well, no, I, I was being serious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I see. There's there's two different scales to look at it. Um, how much we care about the actors, and how much we want to hear a great science fiction story. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and, sorry. Yeah. If Picard, if Patrick Stewart wants to have a great time acting, he can produce his own stuff. <laughs> oh wait! Oh wait! Oh wait! Oh, no. He's producing this. Hold you, on! Sabrina. Hold on! How dare you? <laughs> what? You just missed the joke. No, I, I know. He produces kidding. his own stuff. He's the producer. <laughs> I, oh, I did not notice that. Um, yeah, but you you all know how I feel about this because I brought it up before. Yeah. It's fine if the actors are having fun, but don't create a story for the actors to have fun. You should create the story for the story. Absolutely. I read an yeah. interview with Jonathan Frakes. He's the director of this episode, and mm-hmm. it's definitely, once again, that stuff that I was talking about. He's just like, man, Gene Rodmary will have never let us do this. So and let's do it. Yay, piling around. Yep. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, I remember uh, interviews throughout time. They're just kind of like, uh, we love that Star Trek because that's how that science fiction world looks. But as actors, are like, we never get to actually act hard at each other. Mm-hmm. And now it's 
freaking holiday party time and on Free Cloud. Yeah. yeah. Hooker City. I still think Free Cloud sounds like a like a cyber cafe. It doesn't. Yeah. Really it is nice. a giant cyber cafe. Yeah, yeah. I hate the but name personally. I know. It just makes me think of like like here, two dollars per minute for Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah, considering the fact that we used the cloud in reference to, you know, like what we use the cloud in reference to, it was a weird choice. Like, <laughs> I think we I, just wanted it to sound uh, sci-fi. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And not to get all best spin, but I did think it was going to be a Sky City. <laughs> yeah, 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 that been yeah cool. me too, yeah, me too. But I, I think know. that's just because best spin is called the Cloud City, so we were like, mm. cloud, cloud, free cloud, yep. cloud, cloud city, cloud. Lando. Oh, uh, one thing I want to note, note uh, because uh, it's my first note on here, and it's jumping way ahead, but I want my uh, theory points on this one. Okay. Where okay. my first note is Agnes is going to kill Maddox. That's her mission. But I thought this was going to happen in episode nine. Uh, like, it just mm-hmm. started, like, all these things started. Coming. I was like, aha, I know what she's going to do. Like, by the time we find Maddox in episode nine, surprise, she's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then it was this episode. So Wait, was, it was well, this episode? Yeah. No, I'm just... You, you <laughs> did sure skip ahead there, because that's yeah. the end of the episode. Yeah, Keith. way to go, but, Keith. But um, I <laughs> actually was going to say, uh, uh, towards the beginning of the episode, last week you said that, I think it was you, yeah. mentioned that um, there had already been theories out there that Agnes was going to do a deep, dark thing. And I was like, I hope not, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's trying to protect a secret. I still feel that way that she's trying to, you know, like, she clearly didn't want to do it. Like, she's not evil. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it was funny because, again, I'm watching the show with my roommates. And one of them, about, like, ten minutes in, goes... Oh yeah, Agnes is gonna do something. <laughs> it's too obvious. Like, and uh, he he actually said it several times during the episode that he was like, all of the stuff is really heavy handed in this episode. And I agree with him. I feel like a lot of the writing was very heavy handed. It was like kind of leading us. But I mean, I know I've been complaining about this already about them giving us too much information rather than showing us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was like, oh, Agnes is gonna do something evil, and then the episode <laughs> ended the way it did, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, one of my yeah. one of my mental notes is like I'm angry that you guys were right <laughs> about that. It's like no, not, not I'm my also Agnes, angry at it. Not my Agnes. Did not expect it this episode at all, though. I was just yeah. like, ah, we're gonna get like the first hints, or not, I didn't think yeah. we're gonna see much hints, but like, yeah, that was a later game thing. But oh, in this episode, here we go. But see, uh, that's but, exactly the complaint I had in episode three. Yeah. About them being like, oh, this is going to be a mystery. JK, here's the answer. In this <laughs> what were you saying, Jay? I was going to say, I actually have to toot my own horn because uh, Seven yeah. is is essentially a different way of being a Maquis. A ranger? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's true. Like, I'm like, yes, I was right. Finneries ranger. Okay, you get half a point for that. <laughs> Whatever. I'll take, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> She's basically Maquis. It's the same thing. Yeah. Shut up. Um, okay. <laughs> Let, let's get back into these notes. Okay, mm-hmm. so after that scene on the piano bar in Free Cloud with just her... Oh, we haven't actually talked about it yet. <laughs> uh, the actual... What happens on the scene? We found Bruce Maddox. So how did you feel at that point? Just like, first of all, Bruce and Isha, both different actors, we've noticed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought that with Maddox, they could have at least stuck to someone who had his kind of shape. Because I, I recall mm-hmm. him being like very straight, tall, angular. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, the Maddox that they picked now is a lot more like mad scientist kind of looking. Yeah. And I know that's mostly the, the big beard. But um, yeah, I just hope that they would go with someone who's more like similar to him. Yeah. He definitely doesn't feel the same. Because TNG mm-hmm. Maddox is like... Um, I know it's because he was the rival of Data in that episode, but he's like cold and uh, Clean cut. assertive, yeah, exactly, yeah. etc. And this guy seemed a lot more like 
kind of not paying Jake. attention to what was going <laughs> on around him. Mad he's scientist. Kind of Jake, um, he's kind of more, Jake yeah. Skywalker. Or which Skywalker? Jake Skywalker. Oh. Uh, that's what they call mm. Last Jedi Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they Last Jedi'd him pretty fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> he, he He's raggedy. He is rough and and tumble and i don't know what happened to him in his life but damn yeah it's not what i expected i i I thought like he was going to be like the wizard at the end of the story where once we get to like too closely into the story we get to his uh technic techno palace where he's doing weird stuff to push science and then we'd find out more of the secrets of the universe but instead it's just like he's just like let me have another drink oh my god i'm dying already like whoa man what happened dude yeah well, yeah. who accepted I, who accepts a drink from like a hot evil lady? By the way, I like, <laughs> eh. This is in the future. They're supposed to know better. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but just in general, didn't he seem kind of like like a daisy to you? How so? Um, I just feel like he seemed like. I guess he's being beat up. So fair enough. But uh, uncentered, like he wasn't totally sure what was going on around him, and I just recall somebody very like cunningly intelligent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not the one that I was hoping we'd find at the end of this. Once we found him, once we found him, and also didn't think that he'd have a relationship with uh, Agnes. At, he looks like her grandfather. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm about to yeah. admit that. Uh, but <laughs> even before we get there, I'm yeah. just like, what was the purpose of Maddox in the story then if you were going to yeah. be like oh we got to go find him we got to go find him we have to go to Free Cloud to find him you go to Free Cloud and then he just like dies immediately and I'm like dead. okay mm. well that yeah. didn't actually give us anything except give us an excuse to see Seven yeah which they could have done that on the way is to not a bad else. thing mm-hmm. yeah but they could have done that on the way to somewhere else so, yeah. yeah he's a, he's a waste guess, of a great legacy character yeah I agree so it, it's an excuse for a different scene that happens later so I'm not going to talk about it now I'm sorry I keep getting ahead of myself <laughs> <laughs> okay let's get back on the ship <laughs> there's the scene with with uh jean-luc picard and seven of nine this is the scene michael that you were waiting for from the preview how do you feel about it um i didn't know i was waiting for it but no um oh because you kept bringing it up you were like i thought that we would see her on earth because he was in her in the chateau he was in her yeah. office in mm-hmm. the chateau but yeah this is the scene um, no, I thought, I mean, I like seeing seven, of course, but, um, I don't know. It just, it seemed, even the same scene seemed a little forced to me, but, mm. um, I don't know. Um, it's, I, I wanted their interaction to be a little different, I guess. Um, agreed. Uh, In which way? Just, uh, I don't know, like more, more depth to it, I guess. I mean, it just seemed kind yep. of superficial. Um, yeah. but you know, I mean, I do think, um, in all seriousness, that Seven of Nine has like some sort of Benjamin Button disease because she's going, she gets like more attractive as the years go by. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jerry Ryan is is amazing, absolutely. Um, but no, I mean, she, I mean, the the acting was okay. It was just I wanted more, more substance, I guess, to it. Well, this is gonna, yeah, yeah this is gonna jump ahead, but I because toward the end they had that little like humanity talk, which we can get to later. Um, but yeah. even with this scene and that scene, I still wanted more as well. Like I wanted them to, and well, it's, I guess I wanted them to have an old Star Trek kind of interaction in the sense yeah. that I wanted yeah. it to be a little deeper. I wanted to, to hear a little more about Locutus and seven and you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I was hoping that they would have more 
of a connection and more like m- more time to get deeper. But yeah. I will say with that scene, um, just because you all know me and I enjoy my whiskey. So when she was like, whiskey straight, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's my is, girl. <laughs> as much as I love the, the fan service, as you guys know, it just felt like, well, did they just put her in there just to get us to want, you know, like people to be interested? And they're just kind of like, eh. They yeah. could have done yeah. so much more with that oh, yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's the like problem. Edition... With... Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, that's the problem with 10 episode seasons is they try to yeah. cram all the stuff in and that you don't get any depth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her edition didn't unfold any more of the world and story. Like, exactly. Yeah. We, we we she showed up and uh, we got to have like maybe kind of like a mini sewed for her to yeah do only surface level like stuff that we wanted to see from her and Picard together. Like I wanted to see what does happen. Like the, these are two epic heroes that have seen the galaxy itself and and crossed the threshold of humanity. What are they going to say to each other? And then instead they're just like, yeah, I was a Borg too. I don't feel whole. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. All right. See you later, dude. Yeah. And I just oh. thought, I just thought how awesome okay. it would be to have her like fighting some, not like maybe the big baddie, but like one of the guys at the end, and she's like, resistance is futile, and she just you know shoots him in the head uh-huh. or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, uh, I, I thought, mean, I would have loved if she like even called him by Locutus and was just like, oh, that would have been cool. Whoa, yeah. Locutus, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because because the collective is and he's like joined. triggered. Even when she was in the Delta Quadrant, she w- had to have been aware of. Uh, and since she still yeah. goes by seven, you yeah. know, she might not think of it as being terrible to use the name Lacutus. Yeah. But maybe she knows he doesn't use it. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, yeah. just having that, like, whoa, you know, like, whoa, you're, you're, you were Lacutus, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. damn, I was, that would have been cool. Oh, man. Like, I just, there's so much more. I'm okay more with her not done. being, like, amazed by him being Lacutus because yeah. Bork, but. Um, well, yeah, of course, but. Not, not amazed, but, like, yeah. they, they have, like, a kinship that, like, we've never seen explored. So, like, while he was Lacutus, maybe their minds did touch and, like, mm. you know, mm-hmm. they. They knew each yeah, other yeah. on that level, and then like when they. I meet, mean, they everyone's find, like, minds touched the point yeah. of the collective. Exactly, that's so what when I mean, they meet. Yeah. They're like seven, Locutus. Yeah. yeah, I've certainly seen yeah, some like complaints about other. seven and uh, Picard behaving like they know each other, and my answer to that is yeah. I mean, they were yeah. in the same collective. That's the whole point of the collective that all minds were one. Yeah. Um. So I'm not necessarily concerned with that, but yeah, like I agree with all of you. It did feel very shallow. Um. The talk that you were that you mentioned, Jay, where um, she's like, "Do you feel like after you left the 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 collective, you always ever regained your humanity?" No, I don't. Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> but it's like that's the closest they got to actually talking about it. Yeah. But also, since feeling human was kind of like her entire thing in yeah. Voyager, I'm like, yeah. did you just get rid of? Yeah. Well, and, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's it's a thing that will linger forever. Yeah. So fine, but why bring it up if you're not gonna touch on it yeah. again? Well, aside from just being like NPS, they were both bored. Huh? Yeah, and they were, yeah. you know, the whole like, oh, I'm, I work, we work on it every day, don't we, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, of yeah. course, you know, but so does every, so does that. everyone. I mean, that weren't yeah. bored, like we all do that. <laughs> yeah, you're doing that. I'm doing that. I, I work on being bored more and more every day. So. Oh God, wouldn't I'm that be bored. cool? <laughs> <laughs> we wanted more than an extended cameo, but we got an extended cameo. That was what that yeah. was. What, that's what we saw. Um, yeah. I thought the conversations, feel... yeah, would I thought their conversations would be the next step in like the android synth war thing, yeah. where mm-hmm. she should but have it, a big it, part of that. It wasn't. But, mm-hmm. Yep. Well, she's um, she might not be gone for the whole. We don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, she'll true. probably reappear. Yeah, that's kind of what I don't, I don't think that. A, 
She'll be back for a last minute save. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Until Picard, Except... he owes her another ship. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you owe me six ships now. Wait, what? <laughs> Dang it, Picard. <laughs> okay, so how does everybody feel about the, the vigilante thing? No vigilantes! Oh, but Picard, I will be a vigilante. Seven of nine being a vigilante ranger Mackie thing. Mm-hmm. I'd kind of like to see a, a Fenris Rangers show with seven on it. That'd be kind of cool. Ooh, that would be I mean, cool. I, I would watch anything Jerry Ryan's in, but especially that. Yeah. Um, I would not be shocked if they were planning that spinoff. To to, yeah, That'd to be, be honest awesome. with you. Because, yeah. I mean, they, they dropped this, like, the Rangers thing on us and made it sound like it was a really big thing, that, and we've never seen it before. So that sounds yeah. like a good setup for spinoff. And plus but, she kicks um, ass, too. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, and let's be honest. I, we, we I, talk, I talked about this previously. If they had Star Trek on all year, we would all pay for CBS on all access. Yeah. Like yeah. I pay. I think plenty well, of people have yeah, said that. I pay well Picard's on well, you know, Discovery's on, but that's it. I mean, if they had yeah. a show or shows on all year, I would pay yearly and be like, yes, well, I think that's what take my do. money. Yeah. I think yeah, that's, that's what they're trying to do yeah. at least. So if they made a, that's why they're seven, developing so many yeah, series. If they made a seven show and a Ranger show, I would be all in. Yeah. That'd be yeah, awesome. So we just got to wait till Picard season ends. Cause you know, um, when, uh, the discovery season two ended we were they were like okay now we're starting to work on a season three section 31 show so we just mm-hmm. gotta wait for picard season it's 10 also... and then they'll be like we're working on a rangers show yes. they're doing this also awesome. so that their production doesn't get shut down because like now that they remerged the companies yeah they can go back to making normal star trek but if they keep on having money in the pipeline tied up like this then they have to keep doing this kind of star trek so that's why we're mm-hmm. seeing so i much. do love that they have the ability to merge tv and movies again that's that's very exciting yep so you're gonna see start you're gonna start seeing a winding down of these kind of shows. Like we probably won't get another friend. We won't get a friend Reese Rangers thing because they wanna they try, they're trying to close this stuff up so they can go mm. back to normal Star Trek. But I was thinking I don't with the Rangers. Know about that. Yeah, I don't know if I agree. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Well, you'll see. You'll see. All right. we, All right. We'll see. <laughs> and uh, you'll get a thousand uh, <laughs> of those points. Keith, if uh, uh, that turns out to be we, true, mm-hmm. that's uh, estimating so, real life here. That's two to three years from now. But two to three um, years from when now. it comes to the show, the Rangers, I like the idea. I really wish this wasn't Star Trek. I, I want them to make their own kick-ass like space western thing that does have wild Rangers that have kick-ass like signature jackets and stuff. Mm. And yeah, Don't I, I worry. love the idea. There's like. Eh. Once this Picard season is over, we're gonna have one of those like. Does this feel like Star Trek or not? Why or why mm-hmm. not? Kind of conversation. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think those are those are um, very interesting. Obviously, we all see Star Trek differently, mm-hmm. uh, expect different things, and uh, I'm very interested in and even talking about other series. Like, if I made a Firefly fan film, how would you be able to tell that it was the Firefly universe or the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the? Um, so don't worry, I have plans to talk about that. Uh, you guys can start writing your notes now if you want, but uh, I'm definitely going to pick your brains. Nice. Um, Here's the thing that bothered me about that conversation is, uh, like, I don't remember she said it outright or if it was just in the Vigilantes conversation, but uh, it was kind of a talk about, um, you know, what do you do when uh, the cause is lost? Uh, The only thing you can do is keep fighting. She said something like that. And In regards to this episode being really heavy on the themes, I'm a little upset that they're repeating themes like that throughout various characters. Like, Seven is a person who's like, oh, I I have to do a thing even though it's a lost cause, I have to do the best that I can. And also another character, and also uh, a Romulan boy, and also, like, 
why, why do we only need to repeat the Lost Causes theme? Are you saying that our world is a lost cause, but we should keep fighting for it? Because I disagree. I think that's a little too uh, negative. And uh, again, I'm looking. I know, I know, I know. I should stop, but I want Star Trek <laughs> to inspire me towards a better future. That's literally all I want from it. Okay, 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 okay. No, you're right. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And um, instead we have Rafi, who is apparently a recovering drug addict. Too. Oh, I got something weird to say about Rafi mm-hmm. also. But we'll okay. get to that scene with her son <laughs> okay. later. Um, uh, speaking of Rafi, Rafi and Rios had a very short scene where they were just talking about how famous and cool Jerry Ryan was. The <laughs> ex-Borg famous ranger from the Delta Quadrant. And that did that to anybody else just feel like they were like... She is famous, so you can understand the next thing that is happening, but also... <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Because that's how it felt like to me. <laughs> I like that they tried. I mean, like, they didn't have to go... I mean, I like that they they brought up that there's a difference between a Delta Quadrant Borg or person than, you know, Alpha Quadrant and Beta. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's not... They, like, if, if, if they didn't know Star Trek, I, they wouldn't have brought that up at all. So, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, you guys are tr- trying, and I appreciate it. And it's just... Yeah, it's hard to um, get over how too special maybe mm-hmm. they're making her. Yeah, she know. feels like a mythological figure to them. They're just like, oh my god, she's so amazing. And I feel like that's because fandom loves her. Yeah. yeah. They've like kind of picked the fandom favorites and then put them in the show rather than developing on the story that and, they're trying to And the world show. is aware of the fandom favorites versus like just how they would work in that world. Right, and I'm concerned about uh, Seven of Nine appearing and doing the Borg thing, and then like not even being involved in the Borg storyline. But again, yeah. I think she'll pop. She'll pop back up. That's that's what I'm thinking too. Um, Jay or Michael, did you have anything to say about the? Anything more to say about that? Uh, no. Uh, Jay, <laughs> I I did, but I forgot it. <laughs> okay, well we're we're on the Agnes scene now. Okay, so um. <laughs> Here's the, a note I made. Here's the note. Yeah, the the Agnes watching the vid scene. Mm. Here, oh, okay. Here's here's my note. No, 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 no. Don't kiss Maddox. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, oh my that's god. Gross. But but also, is she secretly an android? Ah, that's I had that. I wrote that down. Sorry. Yes. Oh. I got a look side there. No, I I, I got like some <laughs> kind of weird vibe. I don't know what it was. I was like, maybe I think she could be like an android that he created, which like, that's even more gross. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. Too that Maddox had created her and kind of like, but here's the thing: there's the TOS like episode like that. The what little girls are made of, where Chapel goes to tr- try to find her fiance, and when she finds him, he's living and he's uh, with a girl that he created as an android. Mm. Um, I mentioned it in episode one because I was like, actually, we have seen androids before, but mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. why they wouldn't know about it because, um, like, I don't think Kirk ever ever said it. But yeah, that's totally the vibe that I got that he Maddox like the guy in TOS. Um, was like, uh, I want a girlfriend, and I'm an android specialist, <laughs> so I'm just gonna make an android girlfriend. See, so Sabrina, yeah, Michael, I had the same. I knew th- you and I were always on the same page from the beginning. Yep, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> always. I didn't catch that whatsoever. Um, and now that you're saying it, uh, it's definitely on the table now. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't know what it was. Oh. Just something clicked. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. All right, we talk about him being not the same Maddox. Right? We talk about mm-hmm. him being kind of broken and being kind of like a mad scientist, right? Frazzled. Yeah, well, think about it. That goes hand in hand with being antisocial and not being around humans or not being mm-hmm. good around humans, right? Like, the weirder you get or the, the more mad scientist you get, the more introverted you get, right? So, you're so what's he going to do? Is Ronnie McKay? What's that? 
So you're saying that Maddox is Ronnie McKay? <laughs> make himself a girlfriend. Yeah. Well, well, what, what I'm saying though is, is he created? He'll make himself some somebody to interact with. Exactly, or or people, you know, like Daj, Soji, um, Agnes. Yeah. You see what I'm mm. saying? Like mm-hmm. he maybe that a lot of daughters, some <laughs> yeah. which he makes out with, yeah, uh... which is you know. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. Well, it kind of goes hand know, in hand with the way he's acting, you know? Yeah, I feel a little weird about it, though, because, like, kind of regardless of whether she's an android or not, they put it in that scene so that we would feel bad for her in the last scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But seriously, I'm so done with relationships between, like, women who look 25 and men who look 50. Can we please, <laughs> can we please do less of that? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, I know. please. Uh, I know. I know. It's like, at least make but her they were in love. <laughs> They were in love, though. Yeah. <laughs> Let me throw wow. up in my mouth. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> my, my okay. Notes, okay, that's it. We're not talking is, about that. All right, next up. My note, <laughs> my note says, that is not fully natural looking. That's my note on that on That scene is, this is not fully natural looking. Is my, notes. my note was just gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no offense to that actor. No, no, I'm no. sure you're a great guy. Yeah. But, yeah. But damn, they did not need to do that at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. They could have been respective colleagues and like actually had like you know love like that. They yeah, good go friends. There, but... yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I was hoping for, like a tutor student relationship. Like, oh, like I love, I love you guys. Relationship. <laughs> I love you guys, but I don't want to kiss any of you. Very nope. funny. Uh, yeah, romantic love is not required. I. Mm. <laughs> Why do people think that you will only be sad killing somebody that you love? romantically yeah. i will also be sad killing someone that i lo- love fraternally yeah you yeah. know yeah love is not Whatever. just romantic love is love yes i know thank you and i mean i'm extra upset because they they showed that with picard and his relationship with um romulan boy mm-hmm. and i'm terrible with names mm-hmm. they showed that with picard and his relationship with his servants even if i wish that that particular one was romantic <laughs> um oh yeah with like parental love um sibling love like mm-hmm. they've already put them in the thing yeah. so why did they have to make that one really oh, whatever yeah okay surprise twist right guys? no not really yeah that was my surprise least favorite surprise twist, twist of all of all time <laughs> yeah. please don't kiss maddox please please yeah oh. i know <laughs> okay let's forget it the next scene <laughs> was right. a lot cuter it was just like a little world building thing um it wasn't necessary per se except all right, let, let me actually bring up the scene. So uh, they're approaching Free Cloud. Free Cloud has a bunch of pop-ups. Everybody <laughs> gets a pop-up, except for a poor Romulan boy. Because Elnor. Sweet thing, Elnor does not have any social media. <laughs> so there's no data to mine <laughs> to give him an advertisement. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, I didn't get one. <laughs> it was a cute scene. But the reason I bring it up is, while we're talking about heavy-handed uh, foreshadowing, Agnes gets a punching robot, and she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to. And they're like, you have to punch its head off. And then she does. And I was like, that was the moment for me. I was like, oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pop-up ads was dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I, I apologize for being uh, too cynical and and, uh, and 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 mean to the scene, but it's just like, it feels like, it feels like, like Star Trek is getting too goofy. And, and like it doesn't match like the the lighting of the spaceship and the opening scene of horror and now we have silly pop up ads that look out like they're out of like a I don't know oh like that it feels like what we saw in the Firefly movie 
oh. the silly ads that they Serenity. got there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Serenity, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a little much. Yeah, there's a lot of tone switching. Yeah. And um, Star Trek does tone switch, but usually not in the same episode. Yeah. And also, I mean, old Star Trek is episodic, so mm-hmm. uh, episodic tone switch makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah. Again, uh, it's, it's, but I think yeah. they're trying to they're trying to stop it from being like just nothing but depressing. Yeah. Like you need moments yeah. of levity. So I think it was okay in that case. My my only concern was that it was just like all of the pop up ads were different, foreshadowing things. Yeah. Oh. And that's a little on the nose for me. Wait, the other ones foreshadowed something? You think? Um. Well, I. Uh, Rafi's is absolutely. Uh, Rafi's is the snake den, so it's all like, "Haha, you can't come here because you have a drug problem and it's causing problems for you." Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so they were they were pretty on the nose. Picard's was just like, "Let's have a tea drinking party." So it was Learn him how going to make down tea. to yeah, him going down to Free Cloud, <laughs> uh, to the bar in Free Cloud. Um, I don't remember what Rios got, and then of course, uh, Elnor has and nothing because he's so sweet and adorable and innocent. <laughs> um, Elnor is sweet and adorable and innocent in this, um, <laughs> but I'm concerned that in that whole episode he was just used as um, comedic Punchline? fodder. Well, you gotta yep. admit it was funny when he was like, "Are we? Wait, are we still pretending?" <laughs> um, I, I did that a little bit. Yeah, I, I liked I, it. <laughs> I, I liked it initially, and then I was like, "Y'all, th- that is the least subtle writing I've ever heard." <laughs> Are we done pretending? Yes, we are done now. All of us, even even seven of nine, is done. Pre- okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny. He's so adorable. You may be but able he cuts to tell. People's heads off, but he's so adorable. Yeah. He, mm. I mean, he was brought up to be an assassin, yeah, so yeah. I, I'm okay with him not really understanding like social cues there. But uh, I, I'm I sure you guys can tell for. I'm not super impressed with this episode. Yeah. What? Um, no. <laughs> um, same, but I, I, I'm starting to find that there's um, value and fun and, and bad, uh, what I consider bad writing in fiction. Like, if it's bad, then it makes you reflect on, like, what you like most in fiction. And Yeah, but I already know my answer to that, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, and it creates more conversation. Yeah. I, I'm always happy to have more conversation. Let's converse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how do you feel about Rios' uh, like, literal pimp suit? Oh, I thought it was awesome. Dude, that green fabric was dope, but one of my friends watching it was like, what was that orange hat? You oh, lost and me I love, the orange hat. What was it? No, oh, you, you need a feather. Yeah. You need a feather. Yeah. Um, I do really appreciate that they're using fabrics to make it more um more like sci-fi, like that again, that green fabric I'm in love with. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. And um it reminds me a little of like Cork's mm-hmm. awesome uh clothes, but mm-hmm. But then, like, they went for a super stereotypical, like, 1980s Earth-like pimp look. I, I, feel, I feel weird about it. A little goofy weird. on my, yeah, a little, little, I, I, like, it's, like, it's, it's really hard to let go that this is the tone they're going for. So, on that scale, is it cool? And I guess, so. Uh, it's just, like, not, it's too on the nose of how silly I think getting. the reason why I found it strange was because it, it brought to mind, like, the jaunty, shenanigansy uh holodeck episodes of TNG. Mm. But then the thing itself was, like, a completely serious 
like they were they were doing a, a jaunty jokey heist for a completely serious reason and uh they didn't the stakes didn't match for me mm. like it it felt like picard was fucking around when somebody's life was on the line and that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Did, so did, you, you, know did I mean? you guys hear the quirk um name drop in the episode speaking of quirk no yeah so there was a what was it um oh hold on i gotta look it up um there i i see i should have taken notes because i wanted to bring this up so i'm glad you brought up quirk um our favorite Ferengi served as reference for rios prior to his caper on stardust city thanks to whatever rios did for quirk involving the brain um Given some of our bars. Oh. Uh, I think. Oh, Rio's name dropped. Yeah, yeah. There was something like that, but it, basically it was something about Quark, and I was like, ooh, Quark's still around. <laughs> I gotta, like, I wanna, nice. I need, I wanna rewatch the episode to remember specifically, but I remember, like, mental note of, like, oh, they brought up Quark. Nice. Nice. I appreciate it, and it's cool they brought it up in context of the Star Trek Underworld. Uh,. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't notice it when it happened. I saw like a Easter egg video, and they mentioned it there, and it, it's it's like awesome. I wish like you guys do a little something with that. Mm-hmm. But all right, he's gone. But at the same time, yeah. if they did something with that, would we be like, this is unnecessary? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it, at some point, it's like you you love certain characters so much that you're like, please just show up, just show up, just give me a little like <laughs> snippet, give me a video, give me a little like like communique with you with them. I mean. Because, you know, it's like, it's Quark. I want to see Quark. Just have Quark pop up and be like, you're not allowed to board the DS9. Yeah. And they're like, what? You're not in charge of that. Get off the line. <laughs> Who is uh, this prank caller? I know. Here, can I interest you in some blah, blah, blah? <laughs> I would have liked to see, like, maybe the hint of an extension of the organization that he would have built by now. And then, mm-hmm. like, as a... Uh, is he Grand Nagus, question... maybe? Huh? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then, like, uh, should we kill him? And then you see him briefly on screen. Yeah, kill him, and then he's gone. You're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Yeah, cool. And I mean, come on, that actor is amazing. So I'd love to, I'd love to see him. He is. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> um, that better Anari was interesting. Um, I, I found it a shame that they were like, he can smell a lie, and then have that moment that was uh, stressful, and then just, haha, JK, we gave him better blockers. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We well, have. Okay. Yeah. It's like, what was yeah. the point? We of have that? lie pills. Yeah. Don't lie worry. Pills. Well, yeah. here's the lie thing pills. about it. They wanted to create tension. Mm-hmm. I get it. But if the character had already gotten his beta blockers, there's no reason for him to be tense. Yeah. So. Except they didn't kick in until right at that moment, right? Not to mention, is Rios is a seasoned. Blockers? I don't know. <laughs> he's a seasoned captain. He's worldly. He's shouldn't be. Uh, if, if the way he's acting is like this is his first time doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and yeah. he he's ex Starfleet. Um, mm-hmm. Han Solo, so... I yeah. Know. yeah. Doesn't flinch when he has shrapnel in his shoulder, but when he talks to an alien, even though he has lie pills... Ah, <laughs> I'm dogging on it. I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm finding out more and more. So like, am I. So am I. I didn't like it, and uh, what's, what are you guys doing to Star Trek? <laughs> and um, I'm trying to get on board. I'm trying, but what are you guys doing? Yeah, it's it's. I feel it's going in the wrong direction. Well, we still got five. <laughs> and saying that Picard is killing. We got five more episodes. Like, let's let's. I, I literally have. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I literally <laughs> have a note that about, says, yes. "What's up with discount Legolas writing?" Because a lot of uh, <laughs> Elnor's bits just reminded me of Legolas being like, "I don't get humans. What is death?" 
And especially because he has the long hair and the ears and the sword. I'm just like, mm-hmm. what is this Lord of the but, Rings doing in my story? <laughs> but he was raised among normal people, so he shouldn't be this out of touch. But I see where you're going with this. Like, you know, the out of touch swordsman, which yeah, I normally like in I, I understand but... him, like, not having social media and not understanding, like, why he's not getting an ad. But, like, for for a place that's pure candor... Okay, fine. That's why he doesn't understand subterfuge, but, like, he's behaving like he's still that seven-year-old boy. Did he not experience anything between being seven and being, whatever, 23, whatever he is now? Apparently not. Jay, Michael, do you want to you defend? Type. I don't have any way to defend that. <laughs> I, I don't either. Yeah, let's I be honest. Nothing. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is not good. You guys, you're supposed to be our, like, positive influence. <laughs> But I mean, so I loved adorable. every minute of it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Here's the thing that uh struck me is like, <gasps> gasp. Um. First of all, y'all remember last week I was talking about in improv calling the game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Picard's French accent Oof. here. Um. You know, because it's been a discussion among fans for years and years and years why he has a British accent. If he's a French guy, he spoke French last episode, and then they're like, haha, now it was a joke. I will make a bad French accent. Mm. And, like you said, Stuart was clearly having fun. But I'm just like, is this the decision Picard would make? Just make fun of his own? All right. <laughs> I mean, all right. Have fun. Have a good time. My mind goes to when goofy. he <laughs> was dressed as a Romulan and working with Spock, and, like, you know, he could keep his shit together while he's yeah. being a spy yeah. and now he's like blah 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 I'm wacky but card. Uh, to be positive about it I feel like there was a bit where his accent and uh, French and French and German accents are very similar but uh, there was a bit where he, it sounded to me like he slipped into German and I feel like it actually makes sense to me for Picard to just be real bad at, at doing accents <laughs> like it's, it's not a skill he has so I'm actually I'm actually okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wish that he had picked not a French accent because that just uh, because the French bad guy thing um, doesn't match very well with the fact that Picard is actually French. But mm-hmm. Picard being bad at accents, I thought, accents, I thought was a great uh, reference. Well, oh, did the you? way I looked at it. Yeah, I thought it was German because mm-hmm. he's got an eye patch and he's being like Nazi evil. So I thought that's what he's going for. Gotcha, gotcha. The way I, I was just like, dude, Rios is in a pimp suit. Picard, do what you do. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I don't even remember what, what what the heck was Elnor dressed in. He was just dressed in his stuff. I mean, he's like, like, are we Did still pretending? I mean, he's you know, wearing <laughs> a members only jacket. <laughs> oh, um, too funny. Okay, be- before we get into the depressing parts of Free Cloud, let's talk about um, Rafi's scene with her son, shall we? Mm-hmm. More oh, wait, wait, trauma. Wait, I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Hold on. There's a scene okay. before that when Rafi leaves the ship. Mm-hmm. And she has this uh, goodbye with Picard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start you guys on that one because I have things to say about it. <laughs> um, Jay, how would you feel about that scene? The goodbye between Rafi and Picard? Um, You know, I'm, I kind of knew it wasn't goodbye, goodbye. You know what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. way that they've been yeah. leading up to things. And just how broken like, she is. Like, it was pretty clear Rafi wasn't going to stay on Free Club. Yeah, yeah. So, I, it was like, I didn't, I hate to say it, but I didn't really put too much weight on it. Because I'm like, yeah, no, we'll see her. <laughs> mm. no, that's fair. Michael? Uh, I feel exactly the same way. Yeah, I mean, it's, 
you, you knew she was going to come back, so it's kind of like why, why even put that scene in there? But yeah, I don't know. Mm. Keith, uh, I was also kind of like, wait, what? She's leaving? <laughs> I thought she's just stopping here. Well, she said wait, she was only going just... with him as far as free clouds mm-hmm. at first. Okay, yeah, I, I guess um, the feeling of the show always made it seem like that wasn't going to happen. So mm-hmm. I think I forgot that she said she was actually mm-hmm. going to leave at that point. Yeah. So. Well, even while she's saying, I'm just like, all right, let's let's go with this. What's going to happen here? Maybe mm-hmm. she'll find something story important here that will further us along. And mm-hmm. instead, we got forced drama. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what annoyed me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fir- the second episode, we see, like, 14 years ago, she loses her job because of him. Mm-hmm. And then he finds her again at Ayers Rock 14 years later. And she's like, you haven't seen me in 14 years. You've just been ignoring me. What the heck? I don't trust you at all. The only reason I'm boarding the ship that you're boarding is because I want to go to Free Cloud. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they get to Free Cloud, she's like, oh, I love you so much. Like, they've totally returned to their relationship before that 14-year gap. She's totally forgiven him. Mm-hmm. What? You made a huge deal about the fact that she didn't trust him yet. And then just, oh, it's 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 gone now. Because they had a couple of bits of interaction, like, why, why did you even build that resentment into the into the show if you're just going to totally ignore it? I I don't. When did she forgive it? I don't know. So I don't think. Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to go into defense mode real quick. Um, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I don't Please. think that she's necessarily forgiven him, but I think that deep down she knows that he's a good man and that he is pretty yeah. much always trying to do the right thing. So if he's doing something or trying to do something, it's probably for the right reasons. Also, um, I just I think that she still has that respect for him for who he is because mm-hmm. he does always yeah. try to do the right thing. And this mission, so the way I look at it, and it it ties into the scene with her son because if Picard and her and everyone succeed in this, she'll be able to go see. I told you so. There was something else going on. I wasn't just making mm-hmm. this up. I wasn't crazy. Yeah. You guys thought I was making this up, but see, I was right. So I think that there's... Fuck you guys. What's that? She's like, fuck yeah, you Yeah, pretty guys. much, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that there's there's more to it than just her forgiving him. I think that she's not forgiven him, but she is starting to understand how broken he is, too. And also yeah, okay. how um, he's always in it for the right reasons. So how how yeah. can you be and blaming mad? himself when yeah, it doesn't go well? How can you be mad about someone trying to do good for the the universe? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So there's, I think you got to well, look. Well, I mean, a, she was mad at him in the first place. Yeah. So. I think you've got to look well, a little well deeper. Said, you got to look a little deeper than just what's what's you know on the surface. Mm-hmm. Mm, hey, are you implying that I don't do that? No. All no. the time. No. <laughs> no, but I do know that you um, you get your uh, opinions, and they're very strong. And sometimes yeah. you, it takes a little more to look a little deeper than your initial, you know, anger. <laughs> mm. um, I feel like they just created her at first to be very much like she cares more about her own, uh, like what has happened to her rather than him. Mm-hmm. Because the first time they, they meet, she was just very much like, I don't give a shit what you've gone through because you didn't give a shit about when I what I went through. Yeah. So I felt like, I guess, yeah, they're trying to build her to be less selfish yeah. now, which would lead to the next scene. And, so yeah. uh, you started us on it, yes. Jay. So how did you feel about the scene between her and her son? So that scene, Gabriel. this is, this is, uh, is going to be a little personal, but uh, I come from a family where I relate to that, to her son. So my my background is mm-hmm. one of 
you know, families with addiction issues. So <clears throat> her addiction issues and her son's issues and stuff actually hit home for me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the anger from him. I understand the yeah. mm-hmm. um, just the pure kind of hatred and the and the pure like no like like you left you chose this you chose you know what I'm saying like uh, so that scene even though it was a little forced and a little bit it, it almost felt just because. I don't want to say bad acting, but it as someone who comes from that kind of background, it it didn't quite hit it right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because it was acted. It was it was a scene that yeah, was written. There's a lot of conflict in relationships like mm-hmm. that. Whereas like he didn't feel conflicted. He was just pure like. Well, and that's just it. Because as someone who comes from that background, you you think like, oh man, like if my if my parent was like as as a child, you always want to give your parents the benefit of the doubt, and you always want to be there for them. I mean that—that's at least how I've felt my whole life. So, um, yeah, of course, it, it's one of those things where, like, I didn't agree necessarily. I understood the anger, but I didn't agree with mm-hmm. him completely cutting her off because that's your mom, dude. Like, your family's family. Like, I don't care how bad my family messes up. If they need me, I'm there. Like, if if they truly need yeah. me, and and if it's for the right reasons, if they're if they're trying and they're putting in the effort and willing to do the work, not just expecting someone to enable them, um, right. then I'm there. You know, So it's one of those things where it hit home, but it also wasn't quite right from my experience coming from her son's perspective. Mm-hmm. Right? But it was still, I mean, I, yeah. I understood the scene, and it was a scene that was needed in order to get her to go <laughs> stow away on the ship and become part of the yeah. crew. So, I mean, it was one of those things where it was a little forced. It pushed the story forward, this all kind of circles back to the issue with 10, 10 episode seasons. They're trying to force everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where the... Yeah, they have to convince us of relationships yeah. and uh, and uh, yeah. past flaws and stuff yeah. really fast. And that's where the disconnects happen, unfortunately, because they don't have time to really hone things in. Yeah, I'm just concerned that every single, every single scene we've talked about that's emotional, we're all like, yeah, that felt fake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or pushed or forced yeah. or whatever. And and I think that actually um, explains why I don't care for Raffi's um broken addict character very much because I've known addicts mm-hmm. my whole life. So it's it's one of those things where I'm like, mm, she's not playing that quite right, which is mm-hmm. is fine because that means that she's probably never really been an addict. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which, so like that's good. That's good. I'm happy yeah. for her. Yeah. Um but at the same time it's it's like, eh, wait a minute. Like it doesn't quite it doesn't quite feel sincere if that makes yeah. sense well, jay you were talking about you know if they're willing to do the work um i agree with that but if if not then you i think you have to you know take care of yourself and cut those toxic people out of your life which but, which i've done actually so i've, I've okay, done i've yeah. done that yeah. you know yeah. I, I have a family member who is a homeless um heroin addict and i don't i don't talk to that person and that person's yeah. not allowed near my family um yeah. so there there right. are um, but there are also people, I, I have multiple family members with issues. It's, it's been a thing for a lot of my family on both sides. Um, so it's, um, it's one of those things where I, I have been on both sides, you know, I've had a parent that has yeah. made it past it and I've helped. And then I have a sibling who has not made it past and who I'm not helping who and who I don't interact with. Um, so yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, Maybe Gabriel feels that Rafi hasn't proved that she's trying yet, and that's why he's still rejecting her entirely. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, poss- yeah. Mm. 
and gives her an emotional mm-hmm. character arc so that she has a thing to fight Correct. for. Yeah, yeah, you want to talk about how you feel about that scene, Keith? Uh, I guess, like, I hate <laughs> that this is what they chose to write for her. Um, I just, like, uh, she's a former Starfleet first officer um, under Picard, and this is what we're going to go with, like, you know, the height of her life is, like, trying to get back to his son that, uh, yeah, it's just it's a little too rough and rushed for my liking that this is what we're going to do with her character. She's a drug addict. Oh, well, all right, you know, mm-hmm. you can do anything you want. We're doing this? All right. And then, like, uh, the the last heartstring of, and he has a, a kid on the way, and you don't get to be part of it. You showed up just in time to see this. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, all right, fine. <laughs> I, and, yeah. I do feel a concern that, uh, like you said, yeah, they're, they labeled her addicts. Her storyline is dealing with recovering from addiction, but they're doing the, like, oh, look, it broke her relationship with her son part of recovering from addiction and not the difficulty of, you know, recovering from the actual chemical addiction. Mm-hmm. Like, she's still addicted. She was just using it until very recently. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, that has an effect on you mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. And um, to do the heart-wrenching bits of broken relationships without even touching on that feels underwhelming. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you, Jay. Definitely. Um, I'm not sure they researched that enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, even with... I feel like even with Tasha, you know, like, her... Where Tasha Yar grew mm-hmm. up had a huge effect on her behavior constantly. Mm-hmm. Like... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that's, like, a childhood world. abuse rather than, like, a past addiction, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Well, it's still trauma. Trauma is trauma. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. trauma can be chemical, can be physical, can be mental, emotional. Oh yeah, like it's yeah. trauma is trauma. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Michael. Oh, I I felt exactly the same way you guys did. It just felt kind of superficial, um, and kind of forced and rushed. But mm-hmm. uh, again, that's like what we've been saying with the ten episodes. You can't really, you know, develop the characters as well. So. That's... Well, they decided to make the season 10 episodes, so that's their own. Yeah, yeah. It's their own fault. That's their own thing. Um, my my frustration with it is that, like, Rafi doesn't seem to realize that the way her son is behaving towards her is exactly the same as the way she behaved towards Picard when he showed up to, at her house. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, Jay, you pr- pretty much said everything that needed to be said about that scene. But uh, let me point out something mm-hmm. that I found interesting. Her son's name is Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Did you catch what her full name is? Uh, no. Rough. He says that. Yeah, it's Raphael. Mm-hmm. Oh. So um, we've got some uh, some uh, Christian angel references there mm. in that family. I didn't Raphael even think of that. Gabriel. Okay. Interesting. Um, and, and then her yelling, "There's a conspiracy!" Like. When her when her when her son's like Romulan girlfriend slash wife is like pregnant like right next to him, like, right. a little awkward. But um, that was definitely like the writers being like, "Hey, by the way, uh, don't forget there there's totally a conspiracy and Rafi knows about it. And uh, yeah, just don't forget this is also why what's destroying her relationship. I mean, there's the abuse, but also because she, the the drug abuse. But also she she believes in the conspiracy, you know. Well, and and yeah. actually digging in that as well. Um, 
So Picard's fighting, you know, his his whole thing was like, no, their lives, not Romulan, not just Romulan lives, their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And then her son yeah. is marrying, married and having a child with a Romulan. So it makes you wonder, like, how, who in Starfleet or who in, like, Earth's, you know, humanity... Isn't treating them Exactly. Like you know, is it just a um, Starfleet kind of like er, Romulans, or is this... You, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's... Yeah, it, it was just a little saying. weird, because I'm like, well... You know, like they they kind of make a thing. Like, are Romulans mistreated or exactly? Aren't they? Like, are, are Romulans being like treated racistly or are they not? You know, yeah. Well, they are on that that one planet, mm-hmm. but not on the planet, not in Free Cloud. No, but uh, actually, it makes sense that Romulans would be like kind of whatever in Free Cloud because Free Cloud is the like uh, criminal city. Yeah. So I I doubt they care. Okay. About- yeah, yeah. Free cloud. I mean, I understand. Um, it just is one of those things where is it a human thing or is it just a, an Earth thing? And and why is that even mm. a thing when you're supposed to a, be in this utopia mm-hmm. of non-racism? Is it completely a Federation thing or is it just a Starfleet exactly. thing? And y- I mean, yeah, the utopia is gone. Yeah. Let's, I let's... know, I know. Makes me sad. <laughs> We've been over that. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> It'll be okay. So, um... Are we still? I'm cool. With space racism. <laughs> space racism. I'm cool with that because they they still do they still do that. Like in all Star Trek, you know, you don't trust Romulan. Mm-hmm. Just like in fantasy, you don't trust elves and stuff. Just so. like in DS Nine, you don't trust those Cardies or the Herogen well, or not yeah, Cardies. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me just off topic Wait, for a second. Kazon. I was People... thinking of Kazon. Sorry, you're right. Kazon. <laughs> I mean, so ratchet. the the Kazon are like, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, you yeah. said it. Broke yeah. ass. Um, and then the TOS is I, I just Klingons. Wanna, I get it. Broke yeah. ass Klingons. There you go. I just want to support Miles for a sec. Okay, Miles O'Brien, a lot of people give him shit for being a space racist, but mm-hmm. uh, there should be allowances made for the fact that Cardassians are literally Nazis. <laughs> yeah, like. they are the worst. Yeah. He's not. Fuck he's not saying fuck that race. He's saying punch Nazis. So wait, so, are there yeah. four <laughs> hosts or are there not four hosts? Just kidding. Tell me how many hosts do you see? <laughs> there are forests. Oh, forests. Yeah, you can't bring up Cardassians and not bring up horses. their four lights. I mean, come on. <laughs> there are four lights. Um, Thank uh, you for listen, that okay. So, well, Free Cloud, like the that. piano bar. Finally, Seven meets. Uh, the whatever. JJ? The J. They did that on purpose. I can't say that without um, There's no way they didn't know that was going to happen. Seriously. There's no way. My first my first note for that scene is she's so hot for Seven's body. Wait, what the fuck? Don't call her Annika. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see that her and Seven were a thing. So, uh, so, yeah. Seems gay, right? Seems gay? Uh, yes. But uh, what, what makes me wonder is, like, at what point would they want to be together? Like, I, I, it seems like this woman has... I didn't see much of... Bajazzle's life beyond being a, a torturing killer person. A, a I, I don't see like, yeah. yeah, like w- at what point was she a good enough person that Seven would want to be with her? Yeah, that yeah was also yeah. forced. I think when she saw her in that outfit initially back in the day, that's probably what did it. Okay, that, that <laughs> one got me. That one got me. Like, oh, maybe you're not so bad. Yeah. You know, uh, you're killing my family, but it's okay. People change. Right. Skin suits. Yeah, yeah. I'm all yeah. for people changing, but for Seven of Nine to date a villain? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that hard of a villain, too. She's a monster. Yeah. But is yeah. she really, Keith? Really? 
Well, I know sometimes she seems kind of like, oh, no, wait, wait, stop. <laughs> wait, hold on. She kidnapped her girlfriend's son, not son, to tear out his insides without even using anesthetic. So yeah. I'm going to say she was evil back then. I'm a little, like, I feel like somebody's going to argue that she wanted Seven and then she just, like, pretended that they were in a romantic relationship mm. or, like, a friendship relationship. They don't mm-hmm. find it if they don't read the subtext the way that I do. And that it's just, like, she tricked Seven the whole time. But Maybe. It, is Seven that easy to trick you guys? I was going to say, she seems smart. Yeah, I know. If you're that kind of person that can go that so, far, you don't see it. I, yeah, that was... So, yeah, so it must have been a real relationship, but then how did she have a real relationship with somebody who felt that way about Borg? Yeah, so the whole, like, they they wanted it to be, like, a forbidden romance, but now they're they're, uh, enemies thing. But I'm just like, when could they, I agree with you completely, when could they have ever been? Yeah. They had to have dropped at least something where this bejazzled person, (laughs) (laughs) uh, see, at some point, like, we had to establish that, Maybe at the start of her life or a big chunk of it, she was a, a justice ranger and mm. that or, or did anything good. Mm-hmm. I, we don't know mm-hmm. anything about her except that other she's than super her mega being evil. a torture person. Yeah, so it's kind of like okay, what guys? Leave a huge Maybe chunk she's of the, story the one that helps Seven become a ranger. Maybe she's the one that you know what I'm saying. Like, and you know, good turns bad, mm. good turns evil, that kind of thing. I mean. uh there's probably mm-hmm. I don't know maybe we'll find out when they come out with that new ranger seven, that new seven ranger turns hot. Yeah, yeah that new ranger uh, show that we think will hopefully come out not, not well, gonna happen the rangers <laughs> are there to deal with the fact that there's a power vacuum mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and that lady is taking advantage of the power vacuum to do mm-hmm. evil so why would she have started the rangers well not start the rangers but maybe she was a ranger was helping with the power vacuum and then was like, wait a minute. And then she was minute. like, fuck this, yeah. you know what? I can take I advantage can of it. I can make money doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Money, money, money. Yeah. Um, I wonder... They had to have tried if, at all. If they thought that much about mm-hmm. it. Probably no, not. did not. Uh, <laughs> sexy time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I mean, they're quite hot. Uh, there, there's this thing. <laughs> Why can't you guys do story like I want to? There, there's this thing when the writing, when you're writing a script, where, um, I mean, in in writing school at least, where you know often the main character will be like really in depth and thought of, and then the other characters will just be there to serve the story or kind of you know like support the main mm-hmm. character. And the trick to avoiding that is writing a detailed biography of all of the mm. minor characters so yeah. that you actually know like what their personal goals are, what drives them, so that they become a character and not just like a sign that says "go this way, main character." And how they would interact um, and react ooh. to stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not convinced they did that. Mm, yeah. Okay. Nope. Even the final showdown where she's about to kill her, and just like I don't feel much. I I, I don't feel like the heightened tension of like the the past that they were supposed to have mm-hmm. had. Yeah. And then she gets vaporized. I'm just like, was that bad? I mean, <laughs> she does suck. I kill her. Um, yeah. But like after like hearing Picard say murder isn't justice, like hey I. As a kid, I remember hating it when characters did this and Mm -hmm. spared people. But now, it would have been a character development of some of Nine if she's like, and you're coming in with me. And like, oh, what? 
<laughs> and she's like, yeah. bam, now I'm a badass killing everybody. I'm like, oh, okay, but, all right. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to make Seven his foil where they have the same goal, but he does it the right way and she does it the wrong way, you know? Yeah. Although she did, um, I mean, kill Seven of Nine's quote-unquote child, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, somebody kills you know, my kid, I'm going to blow their head off. That's all I'm saying. Right, Mm-mm. but Picard was like, you're not supposed to take revenge. Yeah. So. Um, she was like, fuck that. And then. Yeah, actually, they, they made a whole thing mm-hmm. about it, um, because even uh, Rio's comments, he's like, uh, I'm okay with it. So it is one of the themes, like, is is revenge okay or not? And then you have to, to have a theme like that. You have to have people on both sides. Picard, don't do revenge. Revenge is only going to cause more problems. Mm-hmm. Rio's and Seven, some people deserve to be murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's a perfectly good theme to be doing in Star Trek. It's the right kind of theme for that, like... Um, a person has done bad to you, should you do bad to them in return or not? So, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. To me. I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? An eye for an eye, Michael? baby. No. <laughs> there, there's a, a, a speech off that also threw me off where Picard lays down what a Picard would say. And, you know, usually that talks maybe someone down or when they don't do what he says, then it's kind of like, whoa, that was fucked up. But then Rios comes around and says more of like a Han Solo... Uh, more logical why you shouldn't do a certain thing and then she's like oh okay I'll listen to that and I was like okay I don't mm-hmm. know how I felt about that like, yeah I wrote down Rios pro revenge <laughs> <laughs> and yeah she went with that okay <laughs> um, yeah that was I don't know man uh, I like Jonathan Frakes uh, directing I'm not sure what they're going for yeah. in this episode I love his Orville episodes though <clears throat> yeah Librarians is adorable <laughs> Ooh. Watch the librarians if you hadn't. It's it's really cheeky. It's good fun. Yeah. He actually um, directed some of the episodes of Roswell, the old show that was on the CW. That I really oh, I really cool. loved that show. So I like. Oh, the yeah, old one. The old one. Yeah, he's he's been directing for. They did remake yeah. that recently. The new Dawson's one. Creek. The new one. Aliens. Yeah, the new one isn't as good as the old. Yeah, basically. One, but I I yeah. wouldn't know. I didn't watch that. But uh, I even I like that show so much. I actually met the cast at. Um, yeah, oh, one dope. of the. Uh, nice. They had a little like meeting thing at Great America, which is like a amusement park out here, and I totally oh, was cool. like, "I'm gonna mm-hmm. go meet them." <laughs> cool. It nice. was fun. I don't watch a lot of the uh, yeah. Dramas. I used to. I was more of a solid mm. Dawson fan, so I didn't want aliens Cute. in that. See, so I've always been a sci-fi chance. nerd. So Roswell, you had me. You had me at Roswell. <laughs> um, yep. uh, when was that? That was like late nineties, early something 2000s? like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was watching TNG reruns and Stargate. Yeah. I definitely did not watch Felicity at all when I was growing up. Mm. <laughs> I saw a couple episodes. Speaking of teen drama kind of stuff, Felicity. <laughs> right? I totally Sorry. watched that. Me and my wife totally um, watched that. The first time the first time I saw the Underworld movie, I was like, hey, it's the dude from Felicity, yeah. and that's all I had to say. <laughs> I'm glad he's doing well. Yeah, what... Uh... <laughs> I I, I, I I watch a little bit of Felicity, and I, I like the, the nice guy versus mm-hmm. the bad boy. So I always had a, well, I just a thought, thing against the bad boy. I thought, you would have, I thought Felicity mm-hmm. was adorable. I thought you would have, uh, I no, you would have enjoyed is. that the Pink Ranger was in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Kimberly. I don't know I how this became a I, I watched it for a while. <laughs> but I tapped out. Yeah, I'm not sure how we made the jump, actually. <laughs> anyway. It was my fault. Okay, back to Star Trek. <laughs> Picard. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, sorry, I was reading ahead in my notes because I was trying to figure out what happened next, and uh, I'm actually like not sure what this note is referring to. Just throw okay. it out there. Um, it says Seven commits some murders. Okay, we we saw that. Um, that was just her beaming down. Oh, before that, okay, Seven takes two phasers and leaves the microchip, uh, a com chip. So yeah, she's definitely coming oh, yeah. back. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. there's no way she's oh, not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that um, she's like, "Hey, Picard, can I get a couple murders? phasers? We could always use extra." He's like, "Yeah, sure." I like how she took the yeah, Mark II. Like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Even <laughs> though it's not really his ship and his stuff, it's Rios's. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, "Take whatever you want. <laughs> Take whatever you want." <laughs> I mean, he he probably brought a, aboard some of those Tal Shiar weapons, yeah. right? So I mean, you bring I, oh. some, you give some away. Maybe you give away the wrong ones. Whatever. <laughs> Um, the ones that are stun only. Yeah, for Damn real. it, Picard. It's like Picard Picard keeps forgetting he's not actually yeah. the captain and that Rios is the captain. He's like, oh, oh my bad. Um, actually, I keep wondering if the show is forgetting yeah. that or not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I mean, I'm not even joking because like, he does seem to keep taking a mm-hmm. lot of command where someone should be saying something, but mm-hmm. no one says anything. And it's like, is, is the show forgetting or are we having like fun with it? Because... Well, not only that, but like, well, how, what are you going to say to to Picard? I mean, the guy, even the the holograms were true. like, "Dude, this guy is like such and such. How do you feel having him on the ship?" He's like Admiral Picard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're aware, like, hey, yeah. like this guy is legit and respected and has done some stuff. And they are they are all ex Starfleet, yeah, yeah. or well, currently Starfleet. And know? Rios may be giving him some leeway too because yeah. he he likes some exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I figured out what my note was. The note in particular says, in quotes, Haha, fuck mercy. Picard can have hope like you used to have before I took it away from you. Mm. Um, that it, it said seven of nine next to it, and I was like, what? But that's actually what um, uh, Bejazel says <laughs> to her. Um, I know. Basically, like, I mean, not literally, but she's like, you, Picard still has hope. Seven used to have hope that she could change the world, and then this lady is the one who wrecked mm-hmm. it for her. Which, again, like, what was the relationship before this? But um, the mm-hmm. thing I wrote under it is, uh, I didn't realize Kurtzman gave himself a self-insert. <laughs> How so? Um, because he does a lot of work that's like, um, everybody around you you should be suspicious of, everything's really dark... And Star Trek is getting darker, so it's a joke about how he's like, ha no more hope for you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was just a joke. Sorry, Kurtzman, but but seriously, man. Chit, like, can, can, you, can you make things a little happier, please? <laughs> just... I, I do feel like this, that is what we're seeing, because, like, uh, when it comes to, like, the groups online and videos and whatnot, a lot of people are roasting this Star Trek, and I feel like they're getting to a point where they're like, you know what, fuck it, like... We aren't turning this back to normal Star Trek, so let's just do whatever we want and just go nuts and even, like, trigger people. Yeah, and... I find it weird, though, because, like, eight years ago, Star Trek Into Darkness came out and everybody was like, what? Why is it so dark? Why is the government evil? What? Why is the animal mm-hmm. a villain? Like, what's going on? And then the exact same thing is happening here. <laughs> yeah. It's eight yeah. years yeah. later. And it's also Kurtzman, and it's the same kind of, like, mood, but we're like, hmm. Uh, so I'm just like, Kurtzman, I don't like your idea of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Can you lighten up, please? I would love him to make his own space opera. He should make his own space I... opera. Yeah, perfect. He has good, yep. he has like good concepts. Just, yep. I like the idea just of being like, jammed you know, into a box Rangers. I feel, mm-hmm. I, I know you feel differently, Michael, and I respect mm-hmm. you. Oh, I respect mm-hmm. you too, Sabrina. Yeah. Thank you. Well, the, I, I think um, part, well, the, in the back of my head, I keep thinking, okay, what what would TNG have been like 
had they had the rules taken away the way that they have now. Do you see what I'm saying? Not to mention the technology that we have now. So, mm. I mean, DS9 changed that way yeah. because, yeah, uh, Roddenberry passed away before DS9. Yeah, but it's like, you know, part of me is like, I mean, yeah, like TNG and, and the, you know, the utopia and no racism and no no money and stuff. But there was still money with, like, Ferengi, the Ferengi and the Gold Press Latinum and stuff. Like, there was still some kind of economy. Um, but part of me is like, uh, would it have been more like this if they didn't have the same rules back then? Because, like, part of me, I liked the Star Trek 2009 movie. It was mm-hmm. action. It brought... I like 2009, but not 2012. That's, okay. No, no, that's thing. fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the first one, not the second one? First and third one. I like one. the first and the, the third one. The first is yeah. my favorite. And right. um, I love that it was an action movie, because I like action movies. You know, it was, it was an, mm-hmm. an action movie in Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, if you want Star Trek and exactly. you want action, then... Uh, and it brought, it brought new movie. It brought new fans. It can be done. Right? And yep, it brought it, yeah. it kind of broadened the um, the idea of of, of Star Trek and, and and it broadened the audience and it brought in just a whole new generation, which is good, you know, like that that's it good. Um, you know, obviously, for reasons they had to make it the Kelvin timeline, which they made it work. Um, but part of me is wondering, like, well, what would Star Trek have been back, in, you know, in back in those days had they had the same, like ability to do things that they do now i mean it's the same mm. it's the same kind of argument right. that i had with discovery a lot of people are bagging on discovery oh it doesn't look old enough it doesn't look like to you, the original series the sets <laughs> don't look right it's too dark it's too bright oh lens flare lens flare blah 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 you know and and the thing is mm-hmm. um if you can think about the fact that dude in 1960 they didn't have any of this stuff they had this is the best yeah. they could do on the limited budget they had you know, these episodes are like millions plus dollars per episode because mm-hmm. they're they're essentially creating a movie in ten episodes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So sure, but we haven't been talking about the visuals being not yeah. Star Trek. We've been talking about the plot. Well, not being I was talking Star about Trek. that was and... specifically about Discovery. People were harping on Discovery, so that was just kind of an example mm. um yeah, yeah i do i do disagree I, I, with everyone on discovery who was like well everything looks too sleek and nice y- yeah because it's not 1967 exactly. and yeah. we have a real i have to weigh in on this but, i have to weigh yeah, in on this so um first did the new star trek create new fans because yeah like, yeah um, i know plenty of people who they, they didn't be star trek fans until 2009 mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah. Okay, yeah. so they they saw them those movies and then they actually started mining the rest of Star Trek and learning yeah. about the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. right. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. That that that's fine. And then um, the problem is that uh, so we had TOS, and then we mm-hmm. went to the movies, and then the visual aesthetics is worked into the story. Like so, and actually, I didn't notice mm-hmm. it when I was a kid. I just thought like new Enterprise, cool. But instead, they got a new refit Enterprise. Mm-hmm. So like we're seeing like their world. Um, like as their special effects budget goes up, their world is also progressing so that we get a better enterprise. Then we move on to uh, the next generation, and like with mm-hmm. our special effects, uh, the sets are getting better, and still the world is also upgraded. And then we also get to see the old TOS ships sometimes. So the problem is that when we are trying to keep going forward in the franchise, like and if you go back in time, now you don't have any story reason why everything looks better. It's mm-hmm. it's throwing off like the the fun that we were once having. Now you have yeah. to do it yourself where you go, okay, well now it's our world that's different and that's why it looks different versus how they did do it naturally in the show once. And that's what I mm-hmm. just want to keep seeing. Mm-hmm. I, I understand. I mean, 
Like, if you're going to have better special effects, mm-hmm. go forward in time, and then it's cool. I just, yeah. But how they did I, it. I have less out. of an issue with this stuff. And and that's why I'm I'm kind of here to see. I'm here for the story. And mm-hmm. I want to see beginning to end. Like, I'm not going to. I'm a fan, as you all know. And I'm absolutely a fan of Picard. Mm-hmm. Um, I am interested in the next five episodes and how that arc is going to play out. And then what's going to come next mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah. I am... You know, it, it's about the story, and it's about the quality of like. At the end of the day, it's still Picard being Picard, and there's some good, there's some good mm-hmm. and bad, and some things that we have issues with. But at the at, at the end of the day, I'm I'm in it for Picard. Like Picard's still my Picard, and I'm I'm 100 percent excited about him and about the show. So, you know, we can sit like I I have my opinions, and there are things that I'm not going to like, uh, but that's with any show, you know. I love yeah, you, I don't Jay. think any of us are going to stop watching. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm having too much fun talking about it. Um, but that does bring up a question that I, I, I will post to you, but that we don't have to talk about today because I think it's going to take two hours by itself. <laughs> um, but I invite you to ask yourself, like, what makes worlds recognizable to you? Like, uh, you said earlier, what if we didn't have the rules uh, that uh, Ron Barry uh, put down for... TOS and TNG that went away once we had DS9 sort mm-hmm. of and then started uh, kind of changing um, aren't those rules what makes one world distinct from the so, other so actually let me jump back specifically I was talking about the rules with networks I wasn't talking about Roddenberry yeah because oh, gotcha. we have taken it's, it's kind of like how satellite radio has taken off like the terrestrial radio rules for um, you know cussing on on radio and all that stuff gotcha, right? gotcha, gotcha. so same kind of thing with yeah Picard. you mean like the yes. people who complain about the fact that you said sheer yes, fucking hubris exactly like, <laughs> and that's just it Let, let's be honest about the military yeah. you guys everybody in the military swears yeah <laughs> it makes sense that Starfleet. yeah no swear. and that's um, that's that's kind of what what i was implying is um i'm not necessarily roddenberry's cool. rules i'm talking about the rules of the networks because since this is a pay for gotcha, gotcha, stream gotcha. service they don't have those rules mm-hmm. now imagine if tng mm-hmm. didn't have those rules they could have gone crazy on that show and had all kinds of crazy cool stuff listen if we didn't have studio rules this is what i think would have happened you ready yeah voyager would have been a serial year in hell oh yeah and Mm. we would have had a great time and voyager would not be hated the way it is yeah no it would have um yeah unfortunately Mm. let's go into the alternate universe where a year in hell was allowed to be the the plot Mm. rather than just like a two-parter we probably would not have had seven. Correct. Yeah. Oh. Well, and then, well, they had to. So, yeah, and it's there are some yeah. benefits. Yeah. I mean, there are benefits, absolutely. But then, had they not had the rules, and had we had the full series of Year in Hell, um, we wouldn't have even known about seven, and we dope. would have been like, "That was amazing." <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So. So just like, yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. Alternate universes. There's exactly. good and bad everywhere. Yeah. I would have still known about seven. Oh though, yeah. Somehow. Well, Jerry Somehow. Ryan would have still been on leverage, so I mean, we would have known Jerry Ryan. That's okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, and the shenanigans with her ex would have also still yeah. made her famous. Um, <clears throat> cough. Uh. We don't have to talk about that. Okay, the next scene. <laughs> but that's the enough. next scene is uh, Maddox in sick bay, and let me hmm. just mention uh, we actually had two very strong foreshadowings of what happens mm-hmm. in the scene. The first one is, like I mentioned, Agnes punching the the robot advertisement. Mm-hmm. Oh, roll of thunder. Interesting. My sky is clear. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, and then the second one was 
uh, when Agnes was on the ship and she was like supposedly waiting to beam everybody up. She's like freaking out and she's like, you can do this. You can do this. You have to do this. Oh my God. I don't think I can do this. That was also a scene where I was like, yeah, she's clearly not talking about just beaming people mm-hmm. up. This is a woman who is a- an expert in AI. Like, she's not going to freak out yeah. about fucking up a Absolutely. Tele- like, a- yeah. Oh, that tricked me then. Did it? I thought this was, yeah, because, oh, like, I was thinking, okay, <laughs> what is her character now? And then, like, she's still, like, you know, flustered by beaming people. Okay. But, yeah, okay, now that she's actually thinking about something, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, she's you were like, she's flustered, really? That seems like weird writing. I was like, she's flustered, really? That seems like suggestive writing. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see. What are my notes? Maddox in sickbay. Dodge is dead, isn't she? He asks her. Um, they mentioned the artifact. That's the Borg ship. Uh, he says, oh yeah, he sent Soji to the artifact to find the truth. Um, I also wrote, please, no more 9-11... Uh, illusions, but you can ignore that. Um, <laughs> and then the Federation are involved in hunting her. That's why I wrote mm. that note. Uh, so, before we talk about her uh, murking him, mm-hmm. I guess we could talk about her murking him too. So, um, Soji is sent to find the truth on the artifact. So, I think, I don't remember who said it, but one of you were talking about how special the the last Romulan group were to be mm-hmm. taken in. Yeah. Um, that was me. Keith, you said? That was you? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, they keep um, on making a note that, like, either, like they're the only Romulans, which they mm-hmm. weren't. Yeah, so I wonder when he that. says he sent Soji to find the truth, if it's not that the truth is, like, in the Borg information that she's studying, but actually that group of Romulans. I got nothing on... They, they aren't giving, like good clues at all they're saying i'm okay with that it's finally screen. like yeah. actually allowing me to look at the clues and figure out what the heck they're referring mm-hmm. to rather than telling me all the information so i'm fine with that right i'm, I'm saying i feel like i feel like we aren't getting any clues though oh gotcha. saying mystery is and step back and then you're like wait i need something to work with but yeah i'm not sure yeah that's fair i'm not sure what the truth can be um. If I yeah, all over that scene. Um, the stuff that I said already. Already, I I don't like what they did with Maddox. Mm-hmm. Uh, they last Jedi him so hard. <laughs> they turn into a trash person who can't ha- handle his can't handle anything. And then he dies before and, actually giving us any useful info. Yeah. Yeah. I I really thought that like there would be a a speech showdown in like this kick ass like laboratory where we go aha. You found Maddox. He's like, "Aha! You found me. Now you will know what I've been doing all this time." And say, so "He's like, ah, oh my god, I like cookies." <laughs> like, oh, all right, yeah. all right. They, they were like, "Thanks for bringing back Maddox." You're right. They were like, "Maddox has the answers. Let's go find Maddox." Oh, we found Maddox. Maddox has the answers. He tells us he has the answers, then and then Agnes him. has to kill mm-hmm. him before he tells us mm-hmm. the answers. Like, <laughs> I know you're trying to do this all in ten episodes. Fine, but. I've seen a lot of people be like, this yeah. is this is the episode that lost me. And I see mm-hmm. why. Um, <laughs> Which, for me, is going to make lots of fun videos to watch online, so I'm okay <laughs> with it. Like, my Star Trek happened. I, I'm happy with where it ended with, like, in TNG. Mm-hmm. This uh, this is an interesting experiment. Fun fan fiction. fun for... Yeah, yeah, it's fun for us to talk about and, like, just, like... Yeah, Let's see what the next experience. five episodes have. Let's see what next year has. Don't... You know, don't count, mm-hmm. don't count Picard out. I'm just saying, you can quote me on that, Jay. We're clearly not doing that, Jay. <laughs> Jay, 
Jay, I, I love, love you, you too, um, Michael. <laughs> yeah, so there's this case where if you're watching a movie, and let's say it's a murder mystery, and the murder mystery seems... Oh, you know what? I have oh. a better example. Let's talk about okay. Game of Thrones for a sec. <laughs> So Game mm-hmm. of Thrones started out real strong. Everybody was super excited about it, and then the end was just like Starbucks cup sucked. It, 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 <laughs> it undid the joy. Yeah. Like now, I don't. Even though season one through four is amazing, I don't think I can watch mm. it again. Yeah, because I, I know mm-hmm. where it's going, and, and it's just gonna make mm-hmm. me mad. Um, I'm hoping for a reverse here, where the mm. reveal is so dope that I'm like, all right, I forgive all those past mm-hmm. transgressions. Um, so. I appreciate your optimism, and I wish I could replicate it. Uh, but my my faith is not very strong after this episode. But do you obviously have, I'll keep mm-hmm. watching it. But do you have faith of the heart? That's the main question. Oh, 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 oh. I've got faith of the heart. <laughs> you know, it's funny because we were talking about um, disagreeing with people who hated Discovery just because of the visual yeah. changes. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember when Enterprise came out; it was. 2001 mm-hmm. so i was 11 jesus i was 21 um, and <laughs> oh, all right all right, all right. i'm old <laughs> we already know i'm the youngest one here let's chill out okay <laughs> i was 11 um and at the time bef- when the first episode had come out the forms just exploded with like what the heck is yeah. this star trek themes aren't supposed to have lyrics um and that feels the same way the same to me as like why does discovery have nice uniforms you know like is that really the like one thing that will make or break stuff um not liking the song is fine i i know some people hate it it's fine but honestly like i I, enterprise is very much my least favorite i don't rewatch it um i am very frustrated with what they did with t'pol yeah Uh, and malcolm i wish they had let him be yeah with trip but, but same with same yeah. with Garrick. Yeah. they were just like no 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 um that being said i never listened to the song and still now what freaking year is it uh 19 years later i know all yeah, of the lyrics absolutely so like they did yeah, a good they, job i actually <laughs> like the song before they yeah, yeah, well. agreed i mean uh, some of them are some of them are pretty dorky like I, I admit some of, some of the lyrics yeah. are dorky, but they're fun. I, Whatever. I, I mean, you guys know me. It, it's a great. I'm optimist. It's a great meme. I actually didn't mind Enterprise as much as everyone else. I totally watched it. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah. It, Enterprise was the latest transgression in the prequel sadness that I was experiencing at that time. Because uh, yeah, Mike, my life when it comes to science fiction, I love going for it. I love seeing the next like iteration or reformation of the world and how it progresses, and then. The Star Wars prequels happened. I was like, "Oh fuck, hell no!" I, I want to see what happens after Return. Oh, of yeah, Earth. that was right after the doing, Star oh my Wars God. prequels. Yep, yep. And then like, oh my, oh yeah, uh, a Clone Wars TV series. When do we go in the future? And then we got into the future, and that happened. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like the, then like so then like Enterprise is doing like, why is everybody going backward in time when I want to see what happens mm. next? And yeah, it was just a lot of frustration. And by the end of it, Enterprise won me mm. over. I was having a good time with it by the end. Well, I that was the yeah. Oh, that was the first one my wife and I watched together. So that has a special oh, nice. place in my heart. Nice, that's sweet. Cool, yeah. man. Um, Enterprise. I I will give points to the unlike the Star Wars prequels and unlike Discovery, gave themselves enough time 
between their mm-hmm. thing and the thing that they were prequeling yeah. for it to make sense that it wasn't the same. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I do appreciate that they were like, this is very much the beginning. Um, Starfleet isn't a thing yet. It's just like our f- first real deep space voyage. Um, it made a lot of sense for them to have a Vulcan exchange officer. I know they planned to make her to reveal that she was half Romulan and they never got there. Um, <laughs> they have a crappy starship that doesn't have shields, but it has armor. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't. Have, it didn't have tractor beams. It said grappling. That makes sense to me. I think that's cute. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, I loved how much I. No, I loved how much I didn't like. I, I have it I on my that, desk. Like uh, the NX. I didn't. I don't like it, but it's on my desk, and mm. I kind of like it, sort of. Um, and weird I, I, I thought that Enterprise made its case a little weaker by being like, "Haha, we are a hundred years in the past." Things are totally different, but then uh, they still, like, would bring in, like, species that we hadn't supposedly met yet or anything mm-hmm. because they wanted to make references yeah. to TNG. Yeah. So I think they made their own life hard yeah. there. Um, Fun fact, my wife my wife but, was a huge Quantum Leap fan, so Scott Bakula is like, yeah. yeah. Oh, was, nice. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say yeah. Scott Bakula, yeah. come on. But, but here's, I actually like Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap much more than The running right. joke in the house, is, and every now and then she'll just bring it up out of nowhere and just look at me and go, like, Bakula mm-hmm. ruined the franchise. <laughs> like how dare <laughs> <What>? you because <laughs> he did not oh sweet <laughs> um uh there's actually a joke in my household that Bakula, uh, Bakula did like so much different so many different characters and he had to make so many specific choices to make all of those characters extremely distinct in Quantum Leap that when he hit Enterprise he was just like ah fuck it we'll just do general <laughs> <Right>? human <laughs> do I even know that human anymore captain. Yeah, <laughs> I met him at the convention and it was amazing. And he told me to tell my wife hi because uh, I told him I'm that sure she was cool. a huge fan, and I thought that was adorable. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. That's yeah. cool. Um, yeah. Did anybody have anything else to say about Maddox? Maddox mm. was just why? Why was he there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's it's almost like it would have been more enjoyable or more suspenseful had we not actually found him you know what i mean yeah. because now he's just dead by agnes and i realized that they had to do that with dead. her and her character for the story but uh i don't know yeah i'm concerned well, that there's too much working backwards where scenes exist purely to set up yeah. something in the future yeah. well it was she, when she was like uh, i wish you knew what i know i wish they hadn't shown yeah. me it's like, yeah. I, I really want to know what these synths do to, mm-hmm. like, destroy all of humanity, potentially, or whatever. I'm like, what the hell well, is that? It, so. Yeah. Yeah, and who is the person who well, showed Well, who is that, that Vulcan yeah. um, admiral? Like, we still don't know what happened when yeah, they yeah. talked. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. The cry yeah. kid to yeah. woman. I think uh, she did. Yeah, Comment. we don't We Comment don't remember. We, or we not remember. We don't know what happened when they talked to her. So this could be a new a re- new development since she talked to that the, the admiral. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the animal who came to visit with sunglasses. Um, It's like a men in black or something. (laughs) So that brings up the question, is the Romulan, is the the Vulcan admiral secretly Romulan, or do the Romulans and the Vulcan have that shared history about That's a good question. I don't think, yeah, I don't Hmm. think she's secretly Romulan. At least my gut doesn't think so. I think she's actually Vulcan, but I think that she's a mm-hmm. Vulcan who aligns with those Romulan ideals, which I do think yeah. probably yeah. Yeah. just by herself. Uh, which yeah, which I think so, probably means because I mm-hmm. don't believe in the show as much. I think she's okay. a secret okay. uh, Romulan. I, I just okay. think that they they probably have that shared past. Maybe that maybe that shared past is part of what separated Vulcans and Romulans. 
That's a good All right, thought. so Jay on the shared past uh, Vulcan train, Keith on the secret Romulan train. Where are you, where, where you at, Michael? Uh, I'm really hoping for mm-hmm. shared past, but I'm guessing yeah, Romulan. Same. I'm on the I'm on the Jerry Ryan train. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, that wasn't the question. <laughs> Jerry Ryan train. No. Oh, um, you got to get on board Jerry behind Ryan, me. If you're listening, we <laughs> love you. Right. <laughs> yes, we do. No, I, I think she was just like a one-off. I mean, I think she's Vulcan. I think she was just aligned with their ideals. I don't think it was like some secret, you know, Vulcan Romulan. You know, are they all secretly Section Thirty One? Hmm. Mm. Because I feel like Section 31 might know a little more about this Romulan secret than everybody else does. Especially because I have a feeling Section 31 is fucking around with the temporal rules. Uh, timeline? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know there's like a temporal oh, so. office specifically to be like, don't do shenanigans like that. And Section 31 <laughs> is like, you can't stop us. <laughs> and Starfleet as a whole is just like, why are all my parts incompatible? <laughs> Which, oh no. Um, I've, Keith, I've... You'll be, Keith, you'll be happy to know. That that thought reminds mm-hmm. me of a quote from Firefly, um, where they go, Which "A is? government, uh, a body of government is a body of ungoverned people." Mm. Mm. Um, true, true, true. So, section mm-hmm. thirty-one, running mm-hmm. amok, maybe. What's going on? Mm. I just remember whatever. Um, I and I think they would want to advertise section thirty-one because they're mm-hmm. trying to make that into. A yeah, TV that's show. true. Um, so I definitely get strong by like you know government evil even though the section 31 Um, mm -hmm. which is why which is why i made that please no more 9-11 illusions uh, section 31 so that tv show is going to be in the past though since it's going to have michelle so it's not going to tie into this at least not not directly not directly yeah it won't tie in plot but uh just bringing up section 31 will remind people that the show exists All right, so we're at almost um, an hour and 40 minutes, y'all, and I'm sure that we could keep going. That, that covered all my notes. <laughs> Do you guys have anything in particular you want to talk about? Uh, I've covered oh, everything. Except for the our oh, stowaway, yeah. but I think we we know. I think yeah. we, we knew Rocket yeah. was the stowaway. It's it was sweet where he was just like, welcome aboard, or welcome, welcome, welcome aboard, or welcome to the team, or something like that. Yeah, welcome back, yeah. yeah. And it just it kind of solidified like yeah she's she's on the journey now for the for the long haul, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I've said this before many times. I think we should the four of us should be writing for the show because we have much oh, better absolutely. ideas than the shit that actually happens. Absolutely, <laughs> they can oh, hire yeah. us anytime. We're, oh, we're yeah. right here. We're I ready. would love that money. We I'm are cheap available. too. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, don't, I, I live in California. I am not cheap. <laughs> That's true. I I feel for you. <laughs> Uh. Uh, final thoughts? Yeah, that's all my notes. Michael? Uh, yeah, this was pre- this was my least favorite of the episodes so far, but mm. um, I, just those two lines that Agnes said at the end, like you know, I wish they hadn't shown me and stuff. I that really piques my interest. Like, what the hell happened? I hope we find out and they don't continue it in this season yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I um. This obviously was not my favorite episode. There was, I think, there was some stuff where they just kind of let the actors kind of do what they wanted, or you know, like Picard enjoying himself and <laughs> have a good time Seven being a you know the the BA uh, phaser killer. You know what I mean? Like it. Um, mm. They she does do that a lot. Yeah, in yeah, Voyager, yeah. Though. But I mean, yeah. but she does it a lot as a cold kind of ex Borg, yeah. not mm-hmm. a human ranger. You know, you see what I'm saying? 
they were like, here's all of your humanity, but yeah. you're still an angry, yeah. so, vengeful. But, but at the same uh, time, um, there were things that I liked, and it did progress the story. Um, there were things, you know, it, it's like, I think it's kind of like every episode in this series so far. There's been good, there's been bad, there's been stuff that I've agreed with, there's mm-hmm. been stuff yeah. that I haven't agreed with. Uh, but overall, I do like where the story's going, and I, it, my curiosity, same as Michael, I'm very, very curious about mm-hmm. what's going okay. on. That's why I say, like, let's wait yeah. and see what the next five episodes have, and then season two. Because... I feel like they're building up to something that is going to pay off, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, well, they, they better to. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's going to pay off. Or I want my Otherwise, six bucks back. This, uh, Otherwise, I just don't know why they picked this, like, a specific <laughs> way of doing things. Yeah. If they didn't yeah, have an idea. Not my favorite episode, but I do enjoy um, the story progression. And I, and I hope that Seven gets more than just what we've seen. Because she is awesome. Yeah. I, she'll be back. I hope. I'm sure she will. Uh, I will remind you all that before the show even started, uh, Keith was like, I swear to God, if they have seven show up for one episode and then leave. <laughs> um, and you did think it would happen. And I was like, no, no, it won't happen. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah I, I was free. I was afraid of it. And actually, I, I believed in the show not to do it because I saw so much about like how they mm-hmm. seem excited that she was back. Yeah. So I was like, they're not going to yeah. do this. They're not going to. OK, they did it. Well, we don't know. We'll yet, see. But yeah. Yeah, um, what I predict, like, this episode for me is off, it was like the final off the rails. We're not really going to try to do Star Trek Keith. Just, you know, buckle up and go for the ride. And I'm kind of now, I'm I'm very interested in what's going to mm. happen next. I don't like what they're doing, but I look forward to seeing. So now that you don't even care about trying to do the Star Trek I want, what are you going to do? Like, you're go- they they have free reign to go as crazy as they want. That's how they so get you. Here's, that should be interesting. Let me yeah. let me just That's chime in real watch. quick. I apologize, but uh, so here's the thing: no. it's not Star Trek mm-hmm. like we want or what we're expecting or what we're thinking it should be, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also not Starfleet. It's not the same Starfleet. We've seen that. So right. it's, yeah, it's not do you see what I'm saying? Like like there there's mm-hmm. so so Starfleet is wrong, which is making Star Trek wrong, right? So, what if the payoff is Picard bringing balance to the Force? Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're right? Well, I mean, I mean he, he is uh, Picard. This guy is a legend, and if he, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, he can That's if he can bring out be... the conspiracy and what's actually going on, and then push it forward to make Starfleet a better Starfleet. Because he even said it's not Starfleet. It's not my Starfleet. Like, yeah. if if you know that there's something going on at Starfleet and He's going to be the one that helps. And it, it's so it's not our Star wow. Trek because it's not our Starfleet. And maybe his maybe this show is him bringing it back to that. You know, you see what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Well, maybe it's not the I'm, Star Trek we need, but the one we deserve right now. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Take it. This is what you uh, get. Please. But, yeah, he won't be bringing. I can't see him bringing back the the golden age of Starfleet because that will be the plot of the next mm, season of okay. Star Trek Discovery. Mm. Well, but Star Trek Discovery is now a thousand like, years in the uh, future. Just, that... You know what? I hope so that Star Trek Discovery mm-hmm. does TOS style, like straight up just almost none of it has to do with Starfleet and it's all just them finding new people and being like, what the heck yeah. is going on here? Yeah. yeah. Um, That'd be cool with that. Can at least one of the new shows the be episodic? I know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, nope. Jay, actually, that reminds me, you remember two weeks ago, I was like, I feel like, two weeks, last week, I don't remember, I feel like I need to watch this show as Picard accidentally fell into a slightly alternate mm-hmm. universe where 
the Federation is like mm. shittier than itself and he's trying to get it yeah. to be his yeah. world. So yeah, I think mm. we're we're hoping yeah. for the same kind yes. of movement here. Um and I mean it it makes sense because like Keith said they're trying to make this show for the people who are like, what happened to my country? I want it to be better. I feel like it's becoming worse and we need to pull it back up. So it's kind of Picard being our example of how to pull things back mm-hmm. up. You know, like, don't be a vigilante. Don't uh, take revenge mm-hmm. on people. Don't kill somebody who attacks you straight mm-hmm. off. Um, but I, it does feel a little inconsistent mm-hmm. right now. Um, yeah, we'll see yeah. what happens. I try not to be too hopeful because I don't like my heart getting crushed and my heart gets crushed mm. easily. <laughs> yeah. But, We're here uh, for you, Sabrina. Um, <laughs> as are. you... Oh, you guys. That's right. We'll make it through together. Yeah, we will. That That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I do... I, I know I said last week that I hope that they don't have Agnes be totally evil. They, they they have her be torn by what she's doing. And I do feel like that's what happened. She's definitely yeah. not killing him because mm-hmm. she wants to. Mm-hmm. She's still my favorite of the new characters. Um, she lo- she, It just feels real, you know? Like, there's no moment where she's upset that I'm like, yeah, you just put that on. Um, <laughs> but I'm... Yeah, I'm very interested in why she mm-hmm. killed Maddox, same as you, because I don't believe that she would have done it for anything less than, like, needs of the many. Yeah, yeah agreed. Few I think whatever Maddox she saw was so horrible, she's like, I have to do this, yeah. basically. Exactly. Yeah. I have to kill you or else yeah. Yeah. everyone mm-hmm. will die, or the the end of the world, or the apocalypse, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what they're implying the the evil of the two twins yeah. does, right? Yeah. Destroys that. What are we going to... Yeah. Or they close all Taco Bells, something. Yeah. They when close are we all Taco Bells. When are going to get skin, like, <laughs> singed off Doge, uh, Dodge back? That's what I want to know. Because if you're saying... Because someone said that te- she's... Pro- like, they don't think she's dead. Um, yeah, me. So if she dead. just comes as this, like, broken android that just destroys everything, that would be pretty epic. <laughs> Wouldn't it? I, do, 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 do. If they were to be conservative, I would say that mm. would happen by episode seven. But because they keep throwing everything at us right mm. away, we'll probably see the next episode. Nah, mm. I think it's going to be the I think you might be now. right. It's going to... And then season two is going to be like trying to stop whatever her plan is. She's going to be unstoppable. I would like that more. And you know what? There's going to be a conflict between her and Soji, and it's the whole like yin and yang. Yeah, of course, and, okay. of course. Anyway. <laughs> right. Okay, so my favorite part of uh, each episode. Oh, yep. man, this one yep. is going to be real long. Sorry, everyone. I hope you love enjoying uh, and enjoy listening to us rant because it's Time flies be when like you're having hours. fun. Uh, <clears throat> Yay. My favorite part. And I'll go first this time. Uh, theories about the future. So uh, here's my theory. Season one ends with Dodge coming back. And thank you so much for leading mm-hmm. me straight into this because I hadn't thought of it till just now. Season one ends with Dodge coming back. Um, melted Terminator or not, although it would be fun if she was like Melted Terminator mode, and she activates all of the androids for mm. the beginning of the end. And then season two is, uh, you know, um, Romulan dude betraying his uh, creepily incestuous uh, sister yeah. for uh, Soji. Soji discovering that, wait, she's not the villain after all because Soji's arc in this season is her being like, wait, I'm the destroyer? So she'll be like, wait, I'm not the destroyer at all. I gotta stop the re- destroyer. The complexity of uh, the twin relationship, Picard not knowing how to deal with the fact that one of them has to die because obviously he wants to take mm-hmm. care of them and stuff. So arc one ends with the beginning of the android battle and arc two is like them being renegades trying to stop it by 
turning Dodge good or, you mm-hmm. know, something like that. Um, helping her gain her humanity and by doing that help Picard regain his humanity because for some reason they've decided that he doesn't feel like he's human since mm-hmm. the cutest. I don't know if anything before that has led to that. But um, I, I feel like they're definitely tying in the regaining your humanity with regaining uh, the utopia mm-hmm. kind of together. So it's like your individual humanity is as important as the humanity of the Federation mm-hmm. as a whole. Um, so that's my hope. And I do genuinely believe that they can do this. So please, please, Kurtzman and team, let's, yeah. let's go. <laughs> um, let's go next. I'll jump in. Oh, uh, I'll go. Oh, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, okay. Jay. Um, I I do think you guys kind of swayed me. I do think Dodge will come back. I didn't think of that originally. Um, because I thought that it kind of made made Picard even more driven toward toward this. It, um, yeah, but then when you guys sure. are talking about it, I actually do I do think that she'll come back. Um, I'm wondering if when she activates the the you know the the synths, if that means that uh, Agnes is going to get activated too. Yeah, do you see what I'm yeah. saying? Because I guess part of it is we don't know who's synth and who isn't now, right? Because mm-hmm. do, you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's there's this unknown of. Yeah, because the, they made this whole deal about the fact that uh, Soji and uh, mm-hmm. Dodge were mm-hmm. human sense, human like. Like, what did he say? Perfect, perfect, or like perfectly yeah. imperfect? Yeah. So I mean, it's mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, it kind of makes you. You guys have kind of opened my brain where I'm just like, huh? Like, there's so epic. Oh you know, yeah, I'm there's so. so happy to there's hear it. <laughs> so so future wise, I think that yes, you've swayed me. I think Dodge is going to come back. I think there is going to be a, a yin versus yang kind of like good sister, bad sister trying to, you know, help. I think Picard and um, Soji are going to unite and, and you know, for common kind of goal to try to help the universe. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I am excited to see what Agnes saw and um, kind of possibly yeah. what happened with the Vulcan amba- uh, Vulcan. Uh, yeah. Ambassador. Or Admiral, yeah. Admiral. Um, yeah, like, there's just so much. But I also don't want to read too far, because I love being surprised. Yeah, yeah I, I tend to do that. That's why I, Whoops. you know, I, I try not to watch, like, trailers, and I try not to watch um, what's coming up, because I really enjoy the surprise. So as much as I, like, have ideas of what I think might happen, I also don't want to think too far into it. Yeah. But... I mean, my goal is to make you think too far into it. And that's why I'm making you. <laughs> yeah, well, which is so. yeah, and sorry, no, no, do you no, want me to not stop? At all. It works. Um, <laughs> it, it's your thing. I, I would not have it any other way. Um, Plus, see, what I find exciting about it is that it, it makes you start like paying attention to um, like subtext and stuff, and then it'll make you guys better writers. So ooh, then we can write our own Star Trek TV show ooh, fan fiction. She has a plan. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I mean, uh, I'm definitely not, like, pushing you into becoming a content creator or anything. That's not my goal at all. Just like I wasn't pushing you to be a Twitch streamer and didn't help you get your stream set Yeah, up. we definitely yeah, aren't supporting all. each yeah. other and Ooh. stuff. Yeah, we would never yeah. do that. I hate all of you and, um... I don't even I, know why I'm here. I support these I'm non- leaving to start... <laughs> I support these I, non-plans. I'm leaving to start my solo career. <laughs> Bye. Good luck uh, with that one. Michael? Else. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm... Rude. No, I'm terrible at the theories, but, um, I definitely do think Agnes is a synth... Um, and like Jay said, I really want to find out what she saw, what made her just kill her 
former lover, gross, whatever. Uh, no matter how weird that is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love to see Seven when I come back, if for no other reason than to have her on the artifact, uh, like rescuing Borg and kicking ass. Yes. Um, and then I predict, my, my one serious prediction <laughs> is that uh, we're going to have a scene with Rios flying into the Borg cube, and, and he says something to the effect of, let's blow this thing, kid, and go home, and he flies off and... Oh, wait, I'm sorry, <laughs> a different show. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, um, yeah, like I said, I'm terrible at the predictions, but I just want to see what, what Agnes saw um, to make yeah. her go batshit crazy. Well, what's your guess about what she saw then? I, like, I mean, it, it can be as vague as you want, just androids the, murdering. Yeah, the sense, do, you know, turning the key to shoot off the nuclear missiles or what, you know, something destroys gotcha. humanity um, and the synth are responsible and she has to destroy Maddox. Well... I don't know why she'd have to do that to save humanity, but, um, yeah, so anyway. <laughs> like I said, I'm terrible at the predictions, but... Cool. <laughs> don't worry, you'll improve. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm giving you a hard time. Keith, do you have any, any thoughts? Um, I'm going to go against the idea that Agnes is an android. Uh, I think it will dilute the android menace too much if we just have almost anybody showing up as one. Mm-hmm. And we haven't really seen enough of uh, them hinting that there's like a Battlestar Galactica thing going on. Oh Where yeah, 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 yeah. Hidden. Or like a changeling. I've, I've seen no hint of that, but yeah. So, ooh, wow, that'd be cool. Um, something someone else brought up, but I'm gonna <laughs> claim it. Um, there's a factor out there that we haven't uh, discussed. Um, yeah, and that is Lore still exists. He was never destroyed. Yeah, what happened to him? Uh, Starfleet oh, has okay. his body. So there is a android out there that wasn't destroyed. That is data yeah. level that they and that's a villain extracted mm-hmm. cells from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel. Hmm, do I think there's going to be a lore? Because uh, to me, I think that I'm going to be mean to your show. I think it gives the show too much credit that they'd actually go <laughs> that deep. But by the the last episode, we'll see that there is a galactic threat rising. That all everybody has to unite against and now bring back the better rise of the republic. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. So if that happens too, it's going to expose the um, bad eggs mm-hmm. in the federation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that mm-hmm. utopia thing. But that might be their goal for the whole show, rather than just the mm-hmm. first season. I wonder actually how long they're planning. Are they planning to do? Oh, seven I don't know seasons? about seven. Uh, no, I doubt um, it. My my guess would be yeah, three I doubt that too. or four at the max. Three yeah. or four. Um, yeah. I know there's season two because he asked Whoopi and... Goldberg to be on it. But that's all I yeah. know so far. Yeah. With what I've been tracking in the business world, I think you'll get oh, really? season two, and that will be it. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that they even know it that they're gonna. They're going uh, like uh, they spent so much money on season one that they business wise they couldn't mm-hmm. stop it there, so we will at least get one more because, like I said, I think they really want to wrap up this kind of Star yeah. Trek. We'll get one more that go all out, and we'll see a finale, and that'll be it. And then you'll start seeing other shows like Discovery. We start yeah. wrapping up. I think you'll see that'll be the last season of Discovery. Mm-hmm. We'll see the next one we see, and then they were and lost then... forever. <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll, by the end of Discovery, they will have remade single-handedly the Federation. Um, so or we'll Discovery's going to end up just being Voyager, but only in one season, where they're like, ah, oh, we got to get back. So, you know, Sabrina, Except I, just had a, I just had a huge like epiphany. Yeah. So, um, Perfect. you're talking about Picard being dropped in a different universe, right? Kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So what if this isn't Picard? What if this is Shinzon, and it's all a big setup? 
right? Oh and, my god. And the actual Picard oh, that would be dope. Killed by yes. the Romulans, by the um, Jadvash or whatnot. Hey, that would be right? really, really cool. Yo. Hey, Jay. 1,000 points to you, Jay, Yo. if that turns out to be true. Like, no, J- no, Jay, you know how yeah. I said I loved you before? I, f- I take yeah, that back. Yeah, I figured. I figured. <laughs> oh, dang. No, that would yeah. be pretty dope, actually. <laughs> what if he's a plant and he's yeah. not really Picard at all? I love it. <laughs> I love it. Because we know the Romulans were cloning Picard. We don't know how many clones there were, honestly. (laughs) His two, like, tall Shiar servants are actually like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're Picard. (laughs) Yep. Wow. Wow. Wow, Jay. I hope you're right. For for the record, I know I'm not right, but, I mean, come on. Mind mind explosion. It would be fun, though. That's, That's a great idea. Um... Keith, I think it would actually make sense for them to do, like, season one is the build-up to the Android thing, and then, uh, like, I, I'm, I'm combining our things. Um, mm-hmm. If season one ends with the Destroyer, whoever turns out to be triggering all of the Android, then season two would be all about, like, stopping that, then yeah, they would have reached their goal. The, their, like, complete story arc at the yeah. end of season two, there's no real reason to continue after that. So I think you might be right about that length there. Um... I think I just like some part of my brain is still assuming that if you're if they're doing a Star Trek series, they're trying to do seven seasons because that's like that was the TNG DS9 Voyager mm-hmm. rule. But this is yeah. a new era of Star Trek, and there's no reason why they should make shows yeah. the same length. So, I mean, I want yeah, them to that. make it um, as many seasons as they can. I, I love it. Give me all the Star Trek. Take take my money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, give me <laughs> ten seasons. Give me twenty seasons. I don't care. It would be. I have a I'm surprised at you, money. Jay. Yeah. <laughs> that would go back to how I like my science fiction, where like Stargate had a chance to win you over because they had you know 26 episodes per season, and this is not working for me. But it'd be really cool to see if like yeah, if they had 26 episodes and seven seasons, mm-hmm. like what could they craft mm-hmm. this into? That would be awesome to see. But yeah, I'd like to see anymore. more character development rather than background mm-hmm. exposition. Um. I, I just want more time for the characters to get to know each other and to develop relationships rather than starting with characters that already yeah. have relationships. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a feature of the length of the seasons and uh, the episodic versus yeah. serial. So. Although these days when I see a show that has 26 seasons, I'm like, God, that's a lot yeah. of work. Episodic yeah. Season. yeah. <laughs> um, like, I don't have yeah. time to watch to that. To me, it, it feels like... To me, it, it feels like bathwater. I can just sink into it and relax. Like it because like serial ten episodes are like bam, bam, bam. We gotta get you next episode, bam, and then like you, you're you're rocketed to the finale. And, and every episode has a, a mm, hook yeah. for the next one. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So yeah. nothing yeah. feels complete Versus, until you finish yeah. the season. Yeah. I feel no stress whatsoever turning on a Stargate episode. I'm like, you mm. know what? I'm in for this episode. They'll close it up this episode. Yeah, uh, Keith, you haven't I'm hit season good. four yet. Most of my favorite episodes are in season four and five. And my favorite nice. Stargate Atlantis episodes are character episodes. And because we're not doing episodic, there will not be character episodes in this show. Yeah. yeah. They mm-hmm. just won't exist. Yeah. Um, And that's why I, I, I often eras. complain about... Uh, I want more shows to be episodic and mm-hmm. not serial. I feel like we've done ev- like that was my problem with how to get away with murder. It's just like every single episode was stressful because it's just always like nothing gets resolved. It's just yeah. always continuing. Um and it's because they want to keep people interested mm-hmm. when they're streaming, yeah. but mm-hmm. I I'm okay with short story character exploration of, mm-hmm. sometimes. I want to take my time like yeah. 
we, we watch shows to de-stress yeah. them. Exactly. Yeah. Not to be stressed, to de-stress. <laughs> exactly. And, like, the binging also, like, gets me, like, a little stressed, like, that I have mm-hmm. to keep up with everybody else. Like, right. And people just, I I finished the full season one day. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait mm-hmm. I, I have to not care. I'm going to let go of this and go watch something else because I don't want to chase other people's mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. schedules. Yeah, I had that episode with The Witcher because I was playing mm-hmm. the game at the time and uh, on stream. And mm-hmm. people on stream, obviously, see that you're playing The Witcher. They want to talk to you about the TV show. Mm-hmm. But I was watching it with my roommate, so I can burn through it in an episode. So I had to, like, skip playing it one week because, mm-hmm. like, otherwise I would have mm-hmm. gotten spoiled, you know? Like, yeah. oh, it's so fast. And then it's not really useful for studios anyway because, like, say Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Um, Stranger Things exploded in popularity for, like, three weeks, and then, well, season one did really well. And then season two came out, and everybody watched it immediately, everybody talked about it really well for a week, mm-hmm. and then it just, like, vanished. And it, it's not useful to them to have some something that we only talk mm-hmm. about one week yeah. Yeah. a year, yeah. as opposed to talking yeah. about every week. So... <laughs> Picard is kind of in the middle, because it's still doing the serial stuff, but it yep. is coming out weekly, so... Yeah. I think we'll start getting a balance, um, especially because Mandalorian was actually purely episodic. So good. Um, and yeah. Disney is very much yes. kind of the forerunner of of um, what the film and television industry is doing now. Like, other people are chasing them. You know, Universal tried to do the, the monster franchise because they were chasing uh, MCU. DC mm-hmm. is chasing mm-hmm. MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, so since Disney is slowly returning to kind of episodic stuff, I think... Uh, other studios mm-hmm. will start doing it, and hopefully, with uh, Viacom and Paramount mm-hmm. rejoining hands, um, we'll see some. I, I'm not saying that all Star Trek has to be like TNG, but it would be nice if a couple of the of the many shows they were working mm-hmm. on were episodic. And mm-hmm. I actually have high hopes for the kids oh, shows, yeah. um, the, yeah. the two oh, yeah. animated shows. Yep. I was just going to say, I think are going to be like that. I didn't know there was a live action kids show. Coming. Yeah, so I believe there's the animated Lower Decks is like ensigns instead of high ranking officers, to be comedic, and then the Nickelodeon. Mistaken. Yeah, and then. I think so. Yeah. And then the Nickelodeon show is about a bunch of kids who like find a defunct, defunct star sh- oh, Starfleet yeah. ship and like steal it to mm-hmm. go have adventures. I think I can't wait to really watch fun. that with my kiddo. And uh, I can't wait to I watch that. Always that's actually, that's actually, yeah, yeah, that's actually I can't wait to watch that. that show. Forward to like that episode of like DS Nine with like they have that young crew that had mm-hmm. their own the like, Reliant, defiant, yeah, and they all went yeah. down. Yeah, Red Red Squad, I was like, mm-hmm. right? Weren't they Red yeah, Squad? Yeah, I was like, man, that would have been a good show. Red Squad. <laughs> they, they would that would have been a, that would have been a great mm-hmm. show, and now it looks like we're might get yeah. It, so um, I am excited about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> cool. Anything else we want to talk about today? We <laughs> we're at two out. hours and <laughs> yeah, two we're at, minutes. We're at two yeah. hours now. What a what an episode! <laughs> as of today, we found out that Michael Chabon oh, is stepping down that. as showrunner. Mm. So we get a new showrunner for season oh, two. Interesting. Um, I'm a little concerned about how many shows are just like swapping out showrunners every season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh And it's not just Star Trek that's happening in other parts of the world. Uh, That happened, like, um, on American Gods, too. Mm -hmm. Just... um, It happens a ton on movies. If you want a show to have a consistent tone, you need to have the same show. It happens a ton on movies. Like, people start out and step down, start out... Like, some movies are on their third or fourth iteration of... Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm really not... I'm really not a fan of that. And that's actually why most of the time I prefer indie mm-hmm. movies 
to uh, big budget movies because that's mm-hmm. definitely a problem where you'll you'll have a director and then the production team will be like we don't like the direction this mm-hmm. director is taking so they'll just like change the director um that's for film tv so for, with for tv you have the uh stage mm-hmm. uh what the thing you just said <laughs> i'm bad with words um the showrunner for television and then the director yeah. for the movies uh yeah, like we saw that a lot in the Marvel movies where they're just like halfway we'll toss out a director yeah. and grab a new one or um, they threw Edgar Wright off of uh, Ant-Man because they didn't like the mm-hmm. ending he was going for because it wasn't generic enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's so definitely a frustration really of, uh, yeah. of big studio kind of yep. productions. But I will say that if, you, if, if you're out there listening to this and you are frustrated with serial stuff and you do want episodic... You just have to start looking elsewhere. Like I think I'm not sure if I said this on the podcast, but it was like the era of comic books that I went through, where I was into X Men and Wolverine, and that was it, and I was happy. And then it changed writers and artists, and it turned mm-hmm. into just garbage, and I couldn't enjoy it anymore. Then I found out that hey, it's not the brand name that you love; mm-hmm. it's writers and creators. So you, I had to find other comic books, and then like it, it broadened my horizons of comic books and what comic books could be. And like I, I found more incredible stories. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, if you want Star, uh, if you want Star Trek like it used to be, the Orville, Stargate, and can interest you guys in a little <laughs> Ultraman. Oh, Ultraman, I think, woo! Well, I think I think Ultraman the is core very of that, Star Trek. and you hit on it is it's not what you visually see. You need to look past that and see who's writing, because you you'll find yourself mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. a fan of episodes written by a certain person or certain group. Do you see what I'm saying? Because you align yeah. with them. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's something Definitely. that. Like if if I see something that Neil Gaiman's written, well, then and that's I will the thing. Like it. you, you don't think of that. You look, you only look at the the superficial visual stuff, um, or books. Yeah. Hey, don't say you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. as a kid, uh, even as a kid, like um, I noticed, mm-hmm. I was I started following writers. Mm-hmm. So like, there's like Michael Reeves. If you have a '80s cartoon mm-hmm. by Michael, well, Reeves, and, and I don't mean like awesome you, like I, me. So I'm I'm talking about me. Yeah. Like, I know, I, I know. I'm well, just teasing. But that's the thing. Like, I, I am a visual person, so I don't, I don't always look at the writers or who, who the writing team is. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm still struggling with and still learning. You know, so it's, um, it's one of those things where you, you need to go deeper mm-hmm. than just what you're seeing or what you're watching, because odds are, what you're a fan of is the person behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. True. Yeah. And then for me, it's also fun that if um, when it comes to like Star Wars and Star Trek and stuff, I love. It's still fun to have discussions about <laughs> how they're fucking up, <laughs> or like you know how like so it's just like the like Star Wars and Star mm-hmm. Trek taught me about writing and and um, making TV shows and world building. So that's always there. So when people say, "Well, just go away from Star Wars," then I can't. It's like the heart of like story writing and friendship to me, mm-hmm. and I'm always yep. going to keep talking about it. So. Even when they do a bad job, there's a lot of fun creativity that can come uh, from it. And especially to the Star Trek fandom, I mean, it, it's very weird because we have, like, major fandom battles when mm-hmm. something's new. Uh, like, right yeah. now, if you if you go into any forum, there's just, like, a lot of anger about people who like Picard, who don't like Picard, who like Discovery, who don't like Discovery. Except for all the shows that are, like, 10 years or older, literally Enterprise and anything before it, we all just, like... Even if it's our favorite, or if it's our least favorite, or we never watch it, or we watch it all the time, all of us engage in, like, making fun of it, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Uh, like, fun. calling some characters jerks, and calling some characters, like, other things, just making fun of it mm-hmm. doesn't mean we don't like it, 
and it, it's so wild to see like the the fandom being all like up in arms now i know that in 10 years we're like our opinions aren't necessarily going to change but we're all gonna be fine with us having divergent opinions yeah so i just wish we could do that now well it's like tng um, is my mm-hmm. show i love it but uh, most of season one was a complete shit show <laughs> yeah wasn't it disagree because i'm a fanboy like it though it's a struggle for me. Like, to I know everybody hates the first the season, season but Teenage is also like my favorite is TOS, so I can't say shit about that because a lot of TOS <laughs> is just like not <laughs> oof. Yeah, I tr- I'm gonna try again, but yeah, it's 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 really <laughs> rough looking. Listen, it was submarine warfare. They mm-hmm. had no budget. And the funniest thing about TOS, you know the reason they have so many episodes that are like the Nazi episode or the, the Western episode or whatever is because they're like, oh, we don't have any budget. What just finished filming? Let's yeah. go bother their, borrow their set cool. and costume. So it's just like, it's ridiculous. You should make fun of it. It, de- it deserves to be made fun of. But mm. also, I mean, you can make fun of something and recognize that it's worthy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the fact that we make fun of Picard doesn't, isn't necessarily a detriment. Yep, it's all part of the fan. Yeah, let's just be jerks together, everyone. Um, <laughs> as long know. as we're talking about it, we're supporting it. So yeah, yeah. I guess that's all I got to say for today. <laughs> um, sorry, we went on so long. Uh, we just we care yeah. a lot. We are we care so much, and we are fans. Anyway, yeah, so thank you so much for joining us. As usual, you can find us at www.thereareforhosts.com. Um, please check us out on Pop Geeks because yes. they have a forum and we really want to chat with y'all because I mm-hmm. like knowing everyone's opinion. I'm nosy like that. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at four hosts. That's the letter four instead of the word. And I think that's everything. Anybody else have anything nope, to th- say? Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I think Keith remember does. keep Thanks. looking up. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, thank thanks you. for listening, everyone. Bye. We really appreciate your support. <laughs> we really, really love. Well, yeah. first off, I really love these three, and we really love the support that we're getting Aww. from everyone. So, thank you very much we'll for back. listening, and we look forward to yet another podcast. See you next week. Bye. Bye. See y'all next time. <laughs>